hand it over. That thing, your dark soul. <laughs> hey, and that thing you your got. Your soul is mine. Your, your soul, soul is mine. Give it to me. Your soul I'm Shang Tsung. Hey, I'm fucking Shang Tsung. <laughs> I'm Shang Tsung. Dressed up as Slave Night Gale. Give it to me. Dark Souls? Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Mortal Souls? Dark Souls? Hand it over. Mortal Shell? Combat Souls? Dark Combat? Black... Blasphemy Dark Mortal Shell Souls Blasphemous <laughs> The Curse of the Moon Blade Moonlight Your soul is mine Your Moonlight Dick <laughs> Yeah Give me it You've always been there You've always been there On my left hand side You've always been there My old friend Old friend Green Sword Ah we are back It's been a hell of a <sighs> Two weeks Feels like forever Feels like yeah, no time has passed go. And that forever has passed Right Uh It feels like a while Yeah We've been a little bit. I mean, it's just whatever, you know, weird times. We both got 5G, so we just needed to get our firmware updates. Uh, yeah. Microsoft.exe slash uh, so Hypnotoad. I got it on Monday, um, and that was when we were going to record initially, and, man, it knocked me the fuck out. Like, 9 o'clock, I was out. It was really like 9.15 or something like that because I had to take Lulu out to pee one more time. Yeah. And I was outside, like, falling asleep on my feet. <laughs> and then the next day, I called out of work, but then I was, like, I had already showered, and I was like, eh, fuck it. And, you know, I told my boss, I'm like, I might need the day. And then I told him, look, I'm I'm showered and everything, so I'm just going to log in and work, but I may need to, like, pop out and have a nap or something because I'm feeling it. And then I ended up working late. <laughs> so then Wednesday, I called out because I woke up feeling, like, stuffy and with a headache. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm getting, like, the pretend sick of it. But then it was, I think it was actually the prescribed burn, the, uh, the prescribed burn they did next to my house. They That was on Monday or Tuesday. And so there was just smoke everywhere. And I think it was just my allergies acting up from that. Because then by, like, midday, I was all right. But I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take the day and just relax and do nothing. So... Well, let them know what they, that means. You live next to a little like nature preserve, so they they burned a bunch of it down. Yeah, they burn uh, half of it so that everything can flourish again. Yeah, and which must suck. Did that shit get on your cars and no, 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 like the they, ash and shit. No, it. I don't think so. It seemed it was okay actually because they they did it in like little chunks. I think this I was just saw it. yeah. Like, it was like the I, front I, of it. Don't they kill a fucking thousands of animals when they do that? No, they the animals will flee and run into the other half, basically, or else they'll die. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fucking animals! Fucking animals! Go Kill fucking them. die, you loser! <laughs> All those souls wasted. Give them to me. <laughs> Give me them souls. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, yeah, we're reviewing them. Um, oh, by the way, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Jester Nine Five Four back on the podcast here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean Claude Van Damme Miller. We and are, we're going to be re- doing uh, the, review- <laughs> We are reviewing the film. The film. <laughs> Today, we are reviewing Mortal Kombat. I was supposed to be the star of Mortal Kombat. I am Jean-Claude Van Damme. And uh, I did not do it because I got a better offer with more cocaine. And I regret it because I am now Guile, <laughs> that son of a bitch bison. Going yeah. to kick the son of a bitch bison's ass so hard <laughs> that the next bison wanna be. Is going to fillet. Fillet mignon. <laughs> um, yeah, so fillet we're gonna Kylie Minogue. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be reviewing Mortal Kombat and uh, the entirety. And well, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, we'll finish up Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I will review uh, the finale of 
Invincible, and that'll be it for the episode. It's a good, it's a good episode for actual content this time because it's been about a year of just like, what are we going to talk about? Our dicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got to start reviewing more stuff. I mean, I'm thinking. I hear it sucks, but we should start. But we should kind of start doing a little more Keith stuff, like reviewing shit that comes out. Like we probably should watch New Mutants, even though it looks yeah. trash, and I hear Monster it's trash. Hunter. Um. Oof. But yeah, well, Monster Hunter. Yeah, I mean, it's a I think Paul... we just we should still should though because it is a Capcom movie. And yeah, and it's a Paul W S Anderson and... fucking movie yeah, as well. All those Resident Evil stuff is gonna happen. The new Resident Evil show is gonna come out. I think another movie is gonna come out. Who? Yeah, Welcome knows? to Raccoon City. They they actually had a like a set still of it with the sign that says Welcome to Raccoon City, which is pretty cool. Um, nice. But yeah, so. I mean, I'm going to get into it. It's been... I really haven't done much. I've been playing Trails of Cold Steel. I've got about 40-something hours in it now. Um, in the last week and a half, or two weeks. Um, which is a lot for me, just in terms of sitting down and playing PlayStation, you know? But it's because I've just been working so much. Like, I've been working late every night, and, you know, whatever. It's just been crazy. So, it's a nice, relaxing thing. Like, like I can play it and turn it off whenever I want, you know? I mean, sometimes I get caught yeah. up in, like, a cutscene that's, like super long or whatever but um that that kind of sucks because the trail series is not uh it's very story driven it's not like just fight 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 you know you're it's like you might have 30 minutes of reading and listening i mean i, I i'm a weeb so it's in japanese so i listen to the voices in japanese but you know you you, you just might have like 30 minutes at a time at a clip or whatever um yeah but it's still relaxing like it's very chill I have been watching a buttload of well, not a buttload. I've been watching JoJo uh, every day. I've been watching like an episode. I'm now on the Jotaro nice. uh, series with uh, stands. Um, favorite character so far: Holly, <laughs> Joseph's daughter. <laughs> Jotaro True. calls her a bitch all the time, and she goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> she just like he just like says shitty things to her, and she goes, "Okay." <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I need to get back into that. I I I got into JoJo because of the PS One game, which was also mm-hmm. remastered for the PS Three, and it's a travesty they never remat like brought it over. But it's the uh, the Capcom fighting game, one of the only fighting games on the CP CPS Three board, and it's great. And the story mode in that, that one basically tells you the whole arc of the Jotaro, which is I believe the third arc or the second it, or yeah, the third. It's the third arc. So it goes yeah. Jonathan, Joseph, Jotaro. Yeah, and then Jotaro to And that's us the Americans. one with that's the one with like Dio Brand. Well Dio's in all of it. Well, so like Dio Jotaro. Dio's actually not in the second arc. So in the first arc, Jonathan, you know, Dio is adopted by um Jonathan Joestar's father and d- like just becomes obsessed with like stealing his life, you know, like becoming rich. He feels like he deserves to be wealthy and have everything that Jonathan Joestar has, and Jonathan Joestar is really nice to him, but he's just shitty. He, like, kisses his girlfriend or the girl he likes for, before he can, and like, you know, just know, I'll always have it first or whatever, and like, just takes everything from, yeah. k- kicks his dog and fucking, you know, whatever. And then he becomes a vampire by using the stone mask, and then uh, Jonathan defeats him, cuts his head off, and his like Igor guy gets it away. And then you find out. Mm-hmm. So the whole second season is the stone men, which are where who made the masks. 
which is uh, ICDC, uh, WAMU, and Cars. ACDC. Yeah. ICDC. Yeah. And then WAMU. That's where I stopped in the anime. The, the combat genius. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then it goes to Dio again. Dio gets fished out of the ocean. Yeah, so I'm familiar with like the Jotaro Dio stuff. And <clears throat> I guess up until that point, because I saw the anime series up until like a little after like the the tower with the oil and the chick in the bathtub. Okay, Lisa, Lisa. And then the, yeah, then like the god dude, they resurrect. The general buddies resurrect this, resurrect this combat uh-huh. dude. So that's around where I forgot, but that was like five years ago that I watched that. So I need to – I think I just need to start over. I think I could start at season – you could just start Man, those, season two over. That, those were long. I really liked Joseph Joestar a lot, but then and I, I, I thought liked at first, the first one. I thought at first I wasn't gonna like Jotaro, but uh, I like. I don't. He's growing on awesome. me. He's like, d- dude. The fact that his hat and his hair are one is mwah, chef's kiss. Because <laughs> I asked Brian, so Brian from the Comic Slobs, I'm like, bro, you're the expert JoJo guy. Is he wearing a hat or is the hat his hair? And he's like confirmed by the guy that writes the show or writes the manga. They are one. <laughs> That's like, so okay. weird. Speaking of, so I have been playing Valheim quite a bit um, with the comic slobs. Uh, Mears is on there. Brian's on there. Greg does not have it yet, but he'll probably crack and get it right when everyone's about to be done playing it. Um and Brian has a server that he hosts that's like persistent, you know, like they, they have the ones where you can host a server, but you have to have it running for people to play it, you know, on your computer. And then you can, I guess, get like an IP based server. And that's what he did. And uh, they've recently been holding town hall meetings in their town and they've uh, elected their first mayor, which is our, our buddy Josh. His name is Gnarl in the game. And I have uh, decided to run against him this week. Um <laughs> Uh, my character's nice. name is Hokage, uh, you know, based on the Hokage in Naruto, which is the leader of the hidden village that Naruto's in and what he dreams to become. So okay. uh, I went around and I covered all his signs. The people in the town love J- uh, Narl, and so and the town is fucking called Narl Hill. So uh, nice. I decided to lace the town with, with uh, campaign posters campaigning against him. So I just wrote all these signs. I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that. And then uh, Brian and Ryan Mears, they've been running a newspaper on the Discord for <laughs> Gnarl Hill, which is called the Gnarl Hill Daily. Uh, the Daily Gnarl, I'm sorry. And uh, they interviewed me for it and took a picture of me in front of my sign that says Gnarl Sucks. <laughs> Doing thumbs up. It's It's been a lot of fun. So we'll see this weekend. I think we're going to have to have a debate, but we'll see if I win. Nice. I'm really just being chaotic because it'll be fun for him to actually win an election against someone, you know? I don't really want to... I don't play enough to be the mayor. I don't think there's yeah. any actual responsibilities, but they hold town halls. No, it's and... just... That's just... If anyone who's heard this, the streams when <laughs> you're with uh, the, that gang of pack of psychos, it's not... There's. It's just it's... a fun... It's a, that's a true silly goose time. Yeah. It, I was laughing. Like, you know when you're laughing just so hard you can, like, not breathe? And you just can't control mm-hmm. it. That was me because Brian was like, come into my office. I'd love to get an interview with you as a candidate. And while he was setting up, like he's like, hold on, let me just get my pencil and everything. And I could hear him rustling around. I built a sign on his desk that said, uh, you know, Hokage for mayor. And this was like, fuck you and ran away. And I was, I don't know why it was tickling me so much just to like 
plaster the town with little signs because they can easily be deleted. Like you just open up the little hammer and then you middle mouse click and it'll delete it. You know, it'll just break it down. So it wasn't like I was breaking. Yeah, or they could fine you for littering. Yeah. Um, And then any so any poster they made that said like gnarl for, you know, mayor. I, I would put a sign right over where it said mayor, and so it would say gnarl for, and then my sign would say prison or fucking, you know, <laughs> gnarl because it said like gnarl is the choice for me, and it's a and I said uh, put my sign and it said gnarl is the worst dude ever or like you know gnarl did nine eleven or whatever, and then I started putting yeah. signs that said like two thousand dollar checks under Hokage <laughs> and like you know free college under Hokage. So then in my interview with mirrors for the daily gnarl he quoted me on how i'm gonna nice. pay for that which was i'm gonna go out and get all the money in the dungeons you know because you get coins in there so i'm like i'll just donate them all to you guys go to college on me baby it's been nice. fun um i get kind of lost in those games like survival games are like cool for a little bit but I, like i kind of lose my way you know it's like too much it's too much to do like Age of Conan, that mm. is, you know, we played that for a little bit on PlayStation. It's just like, yeah, the 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 it's, mountain, the mountain uh, you have to climb to do anything is so dumb, right? Like, you, yeah, it's just too much. To, even just to, I don't know, man, to just to survive for thirty minutes once you start, even is just yeah. ridiculous. I will say Valheim has the best version of that. It is the most expedient. Uh, path to like the iron age which i think is like kind of well like the silver so it goes bronze uh because you can you can easily you know pretty close to where you start the game you can get to copper and tin right so you know you build from stone you like stone and wood you make your little house and then you kind of like build a workbench and then you can build things that upgrade that workbench like a you know a wood chopper and a leather you know tanning rack and things like that and it kind of boosts what you can build right and so that's how you progress the game, but it's it's got the smoothest. It's it's really not too time consuming. But I don't like to play games for too long at a clip, right? You you know, like you do like an hour and then you'll take a break and do something, especially like yeah. stream wise. I mean, you know, sometimes we all get deep and play like it three just depends. hours. Yeah, it depends. Like Surge Two, I put a hundred hours in like two months in that game, but that's just yeah. when something hits me, it, like I'll play nothing but that. But like right now, I'm stuck in a place where I don't have anything like that right now. Yeah, like I was hoping near replicant was going to be that, but I really just like, like I'll play it on the stream because I do enjoy it, but it's not something that's like calling to me. Like you know how like when you're playing the surge, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to get back and like, you know, farm up <clears> the rest of this set and then upgrade it and then I'll go fight that boss that fucked me up, right? Like I don't have that. I'm just like, Trails has been doing it for a while, you know, like that's been my go-to like bedtime game for months. Uh, I started falling off when I was playing Apex a lot because I had bought the the season pass and so i was trying to get my levels every day and so like by the time i got off work cooked dinner you know spent like my little time with kelsey we watched some tv together and hang out and then you know tub and get ready it's like nine o'clock and then i'm streaming and then you know it's like by the time i'm done streaming you know eight between eight and like 11 usually then it's like well i'm not going to start playing an rpg you know at 11 when i gotta go to bed so it's like Took me a bit, but and the new season of Apex is starting. I might just, uh, I might just kind of play the free version of it. I just don't. I don't know. Instead of giving them another fucking fifty dollars, it's ten bucks. Or Forty dollars. It's ten bucks <clears throat> every season for everything. Or, yeah, yeah. For the season, you buy the pass. You can pay 
thirty dollars and you get like a boost for levels. You get to like level twenty five, and that's okay. usually where the first skin is. But like t- uh, last time, I just paid ten bucks, and honestly. If you buy one season at ten bucks and you just play the season and don't use your Apex coins that you get during it, it pays for itself. You can pay for the next one and you can just go forward every season like that. You really don't do not have to spend any money in Apex. It's actually one of the better um free to play games. Like it it's, reminds me of League of Legends, where if you just like if you just want to toss ten bucks in and buy like one or two champs or whatever, you know, like I don't know, in Apex it might be just be one, but like that you like, right? That you you know dick around, play, test them out, or watch people play, watch the skills, buy one character. You can play that character forever, and you know you can eventually buy, get enough blue stuff to like make most of the skins. There's like <clears throat> event skins that you know they are you know you can't get them otherwise. You have to pay some money or buy you know have the coins for it. But it's like you don't need that stuff. You know what I mean? We're it gets us as gamers because we all want the cool skin, right? Like. But what I do yeah. is I just try to get one cool skin for each champ. And I'm like, all right, well, that's my skin. I'm going to use that, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I, I got lucky. And most of the ones I really like are for the free ones. I can just build them with the blue stuff. It takes forever to get enough of it. but And, you know, you do get free loot boxes every couple, every other level you get a loot box. So you you do get free skins quite a bit. It's rare to get the really good ones or whatever. But it, it it's not that predatory. I actually enjoy Apex's free-to-play model the most. Out of anyone I've played, yeah. Because like for me, as long, as, as, all, as long as it's all cosmetics and shit, like in the loot boxes, you can get like XP boosters, but they're like an hour. They're it's like really not worth, you know. It's not like worth farming money for or spending a bunch of money to farm them, you know. And you don't get to use them; they are automatic. So it's like yeah, I don't fuck with XP XP boosters. I forgot the first games that started having them, and I noticed what they were doing. And the fact that they were, I don't know, I just don't like the idea of a, of a limited time XP boost thing. And then some games have it, like Need for Speed will have it where pay for the digital deluxe edition and then you just get a permanent 10% increase. Yeah. Well, I guess that's okay because it's a, I'd rather have that if it's a yeah. single player game. Yeah. But also, that's also an online multiplayer game. So that's not fair. Yeah, it's just weird. And I mean, you really don't get stronger for leveling in Apex. You just get more chess available you know you just like level up or it's so weird i really don't yeah you don't level it's like fighting games you don't you can't free to win shit you yeah like your level cap is you as a person unless some fighting games have items so we're talking things like yeah yeah street fighter cross tekken and even mortal Kombat has a mode where you can use like I mean, really cool, like, usable items. Like, even if you're playing as Sindel, you can have, like, oh, I have a scorpion spear, which I have, like, three usable scorpion fireball items where, like, a skull will come off the side of the screen and shoot a fireball. But everyone turns those off for online combat because that's kind of unbalanced. And no one even uses them when you forget to use them in single player. So, I don't know. Yeah, with Apex, there is no pay to win because you cannot get better stuff like because it's a battle royale you know everyone starts at zero and you just run in and find shit right so it's fine but i don't know i last season i was feeling so and it was on me you know like i was pressuring myself but i'm like well i paid the 10 bucks i want to at least finish the season you know um and i did it early like i had 20 days left so i really could have just kind of relaxed and just done a level a day basically and you could do that easy like their daily quests like you usually get enough 
within the dailies and weeklies, you can get at least a level a day. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's weird, but um, yeah, that's been that's been my week. You know, I obviously watched Invincible, Winter Soldier, and um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kelsey and I did a date night last Friday. Okay. Uh, me. Let's see. Similar. I haven't been streaming. Um, really that much. I've been working on the Surge Two Platinum, which isn't too difficult. But there's just like some stuff that's going to be annoying. One, I'm going to have to beat it again. That's fine. The only one trophy that's going to suck is throughout the game. There's these snipers that are like unreachable. And I have to find them all and reach them and kill them all. So that's not too bad. It's just kind of like I'm going to need to watch like a video and yeah. find, all right, where are the location of all the secret snipers and kill them. And then I'll get that platinum. Um, I started Neo 2. I'm just not going to play that game. It's just, you know, they'd be going to laugh at how like it's so hard and I was so mad. <sighs> I'm just not – I don't even want to talk about it too much because it's cool in concept, but – I don't feel like I'm, I don't like how I don't like technically I like the loop because I like yeah deep action loops but I don't feel comfortable like I never feel like I'm having fun and I even thought about it like I played like 40 to 60 hours of near Neo 1 and I never really was having fun I never really enjoyed it so I figured like why am I doing this I like the I like the graphics I like the the idea, the presentation, you know what it is. everything's cool, except I'm just not having fun when I play it. You know what it is? So, it's the it's what all these games do to you. Is you're like, it's a Souls like, and I love Souls, so I have to love this game, right? Like you're, it's like you're supposed yeah. to. And mm-hmm. I I enjoyed Neo too, but I mostly co-opted it. Like Candelorian, I would play, and I had uh, someone else was playing it with me at the time. And so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to delete it. We maybe do some co-op eventually. I'll try it, but I don't it's know. way more fun co-op because it's, you know, like you can fight things. Because like that game is not like Dark Souls. It's not like The Surge. It's not like Mortal Shell. Every single enemy is annoyingly hard. You know, it's not like like mm-hmm. it, it's. I don't know. There's you never feel powerful. You cannot get OP in that like how you did in The Surge, which you know, I mean, obviously it wasn't easy, but it. You felt stronger, like you you would power level and let, get yourself geared up and stronger, and then you could comfortably fight things. You can't do that in, in Neo Two for me, and the gear is so much more randomized. At least I I don't remember in the Surge Two. I know that there is some randomization, um, but the no, gear gear in Surge gear sets have their attributes. Oh, see, that's, that's good. It. That's good. That's why Dark in Souls has shit, it that way. It's, it's it. in Neo Two. It's just so random, and random gear is fun not in a souls game you need to know what item you know what weapon you want right like you need to know all right this build i want to go you know claymore and i'm going to infuse it you know with either heavy or maybe i'll do fire and and not worry so much about stats just you know let the damage scale and and then i can invest in you know whatever else whatever you know in neo 2 it's like oh this random fucking ball chain thing is like better than this thing over here so i'm just going to swap because the damage i don't know yeah, but then it's like, you know, this one gives you plus 2% to key charge, but only in low stance. And this gives you uh, plus poison damage, but only on second attacks during uh, second key chance st- a stance change into heavy, into yeah, high like, stance. What the Get the fuck, fuck out of here. Even a dumb game, and I mean dumb as in like simple, like 
Darksiders 2, which I love Darksiders mm-hmm, 2. Mm-hmm. Even that game, the, the loot is a little too randomized where you end up with hun- like hundreds of pieces of gear and you just like trash it all because it's also weird. It's also weirdly d- different. Like you have 10 swords that are all kind of the same, but this one's like plus 2% to magic, but this one's plus 2.3% for to magic on counter hit. And like, uh, get the fuck out of here. I, I'd rather have items that have it's, base stats. It's funny how and, I am getting, like, how I am, uh, my tastes are changing because I loved Diablo games, you know, and I love ARPGs, but they have the epic items that you're always like, you know, they're, they are build, uh, like, you build around. Uh, a set or an epic item, mm-hmm. a unique item that you found that you're like, okay, I'm going to use this and hopefully, you know, I'll farm an upgraded version when I level up, but this is going to be the thing because it gives me a plus to this skill. That's my main skill, right? Like, I like that yeah. kind of stuff. The Souls-like games, just you can't have... I love that the Surge 2, and I, I probably the Surge as well, but has sets, right, where you build up a bonus. That's awesome. I would love that in a Dark yeah. Souls game, right? Like, I hope Elden Ring has, like, an armor set you can piece together that gives you, even if it's stupid bonuses, like, uh, you know, 2% stamina increase, you know, stamina per, uh, recharge speed or whatever. Like, little things like that. I'm surprised that they didn't give you... Uh, I'm surprised we didn't, like, armor sets didn't have fucking attributes. Like, why yeah. wouldn't... Well, they, wait, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They, they but they did. were in the stats. They, yeah, they they weren't like boosts. Like I'd love, to, yeah. I'd love an armor set, right? Like I'd love a set bonus system in in a Dark Souls game, right? Like go farm, um, and you know, you know, you can you eventually the internet will tell you. But like for those first couple months, it'd be great to be able to go like, all right, I'm gonna find all of Havel's set, and if you have all of it, including the shield and the club, and you wear it all at once, it gives you exactly enough uh you know endurance encumbrance to regular to middle roll or whatever right so you can comfortably roll but you have to always be wearing all of it right something like yeah, that i like, think it, i think they it, they do but not that specific but yeah it's all just in the actual stats so if you were like you know the knights in the fire area like it's got more fire damage yeah protection yeah. But, but yeah I mean, but it'd like, be nice how in surge 2 a full set will say something like you know wear this whole armor set and now using electrical weapons ups it by 20% and yeah. creates a spark explosion. Yeah, and and even like going a little further, go Diablo style or like ARPG style where it's like three pieces, you get these two bonuses. At four, you get this next one. And then at five, you get the full thing, which, you know, and it's like three pieces, it's like plus two strength, something stupid like that, right? Like, and, it, you know, for Souls like games, it could be f- <clears throat> fun to play with that and never make them OP, like, never make it break the game, right? But, like, make it like, okay, I can farm this set, and then I can invest, instead of in strength, I can invest two more points in something else, right? Or, you know, yeah. like, like for the Havel set, that's that may be broken, but, like, you know, you do, like, it instead of the ring giving you, pl- uh, you know, f- minus 50% or minus 50 endur- encumbrance or whatever it is, you know, weight have it be like minus 70 you know give it like a plus to it so that you can build around it and then maybe you know maybe you add just when you're wearing the whole set you have like 20 percent extra fire resistance or something stupid because you know he fought dragons right 
And then yeah. that's it. Like little things like that. And then you go, okay, cool. And and again, this is just wishful thinking, but you know, that's why the surge did it. And that's a cool thing that they did that separates them from Dark Souls. Like little things like that. And yeah. you know, just more RPG. Love it. But yeah, but yeah so, fuck Neo um, Two. So it's... Neo Two can fuck off. Um Dude, when they they put that giant horseman right in the beginning and you're like, Oh, I gotta fight him, that guy fucked me up so many times. Yeah, no, I can't even go near it. So fuck that game. Um, maybe I'll try it eventually, whatever. I don't know. Probably not. Um, I did try some other like little shit. I bought some game that just came out called Savage Halloween. It's like a Nintendo-style game. It's pretty cool. It's five bucks. It's a six levels, NES-style, uh, like Mega Man-style game. Mega Man meets Contra. Very cool. I like it. It's very, very generous with its trophies you get like two silver trophies per stage it's pretty good um what else did i do I'm trying to think we've both been kind hey, of got my vaccine we've both been kind of slacking Stream? on streaming i've only streamed like twice a week right now yeah i've just been feeling like shit i'm just tired of complaining every time about the same shit but i've every couple of months like it takes a while it's like my lifestyle takes a toll on me on me i think i'm getting a little better now but i've just been feeling like pretty much like sick and tired every day like feeling mm-hmm. horrible so that's whatever um and there haven't been many games coming out i'm trying to figure games to play i'm trying to chase down systems another one of my friends found a ps5 everyone's finding ps5s i can't find one i'm up to well i'm willing to pay a thousand dollars for one right now that's not going to last long because i don't i'm not going to have that money forever um still trying to find one trying to find and dude returnal came out new in a box returnal came out and i wasn't even really paying attention to it but oh you should buy it it's getting really good reviews and i was watching people play it it looks pretty fun it looks like it reminds me of hades because of the way that the dash works but as a shooter like a bullet hell hades like you know because it is like a rogue light in that style but obviously third person so interesting i would I'm interested to see if if more games like this come out. Like a, I would love, like a, imagine like a, like a fully third person blasphemous or Death Gambit. You know, like, m- like almost Soulsy, but also more roguelike, right? Like a mix yeah. where when you die, it's like you restart. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's annoying, gonna. But I think that might start being a. I think this might start being a thing in a year from now. We're going to be drowning in these games. Oh yeah, this is the because next. they're they're they're, yeah. they're pick up and play real easy. Like, well, like and roguelites are really easy to play. You can procedurally generate most of it, and then you only have to have it be really like a two to three hour game, right? Like, because it is mm-hmm. really you're supposed to do it in one run, right? And it's just getting better at the runs, and so it's like not a lot to build, and you can use procedural generation, so it's not so much about a crafted world. So it seems like, and as voxel and, and, and procedural uh, generation technology gets better and better, I think we are going to see it. And and I'm here for it. Like, I feel like we could have a couple of good ones and then it's going to get to the point where it's like battle Royales where we're like, it was every game for a minute. And before that, you know, whatever the, the fucking, you know, the souls likes before that. And before that it was the cod likes, you know, it was like, everything was, you know, we get those cyclical, cyclical, whatever. Yeah. Um, I always forget whatever I was going to talk about during my weeks, but, um, I did write down a few things. I did get caught by an April Fool's joke, which was a blasphemous DLC trailer. Blasphemous put out a screaming sinners mode trailer where they basically covered every 
texture in spikes. <laughs> and I was watching this trailer and I was like, how the fuck are you supposed to play this? And I was wigging out. And then at the end, they're like April Fool's. And I was like, huh, because I haven't been gotten by April Fool's joke in a long time. <laughs> um, I did rewatch Poltergeist, the OG Poltergeist. Uh, the first 45 minutes of that movie is really good. Oh, yeah. It's um, great. Once she goes into the void, once you see the little the little, uh, the little, little mini witch lady, it's kind of – it's over by then. Yeah, it gets a little cheesy. But every th- it gets stupid. Bro, that was – But the beginning fucking... of that movie is so good up, up who, until she gets taken into the TV. Who, do, who initially was directing that? Because then Spielberg came in and did a – a fuckload of work helping out. I have no idea. I I'm think not, it was Toby about, Hooper, maybe. Um, maybe. Hold on. the The remake was okay too, but um, you know what scene always gets me? I think it might even be in Poltergeist too, is the fucking part where he's drinking out of the hose. <laughs> fucking yeah, it was Toby Hooper, and Steven Spielberg wrote it and actually uh, guest directed a bunch of scenes. That's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Toby Hooper is fucking great too, but um, just. Like the Spielberg touch, like Spielberg doing horror is very rare. I think he's only done like uh, Poltergeist, you know, and, and as a writer, obviously. And then mm-hmm. Super 8, you could probably conceive as some form of horror, right? Like you could say there's a little bit of horror. Did he do all of Super 8? No, it was. Okay, because um, that feels like it's a younger guy and Spielberg's just like holding him up on his shoulders or something because it didn't feel like a Spielberg film. Completely. Yeah. Fucking Spielberg. That was the kids with the train, right? Yeah, Spielberg got old and really sucked for a while. And I mean, he still sucks, but <laughs> like he's got this new West Side Story coming out. Like, eat my shit. And then oh, he did a bunch God, of go away. He, he did a bunch of old dude movies like War Horse, Lincoln, Bridge of Spies, like The Post. All these movies that are just for like old dudes like him, you know. And uh, yeah, it's so funny. Let me see if I can. Find yeah, I watched Poltergeist and then um, looked back into two other films I was recommending of uh, someone I know, um, which were Goodnight Mommy and The New Daughter. Both Dude, like Goodnight Mommy. Parent. That movie's a f- motherfucker. Yeah, those are two good like single parent horror movies. Goodnight Mommy is a really cool movie about. It's really weird. It's about it's a, a foreign film. About this mother who gets like in an accident. She has like two twin boys who are probably about eight years old, seven years old. And the mother gets into an accident and she comes home and she's completely wrapped in gauze. Like you can't see her face. And it's like a really weird art thriller movie where the kids are like wondering if it's really their mom. And that's kind of it. You don't have to say anything else. Just watch the trailer and it's really creepy. And then the new daughter, I'm not sure if you ever saw that. That was Kevin Costner. You ever see that? No, but I, I remember the trailer. Oh, and I the was completely wrong, was by the way. Super 8, um, Steven Spielberg just produced. J.J. Abrams wrote and directed that, so I was wrong. Oh, so okay. really, he's yeah. only done uh, like Poltergeist as a writer-producer. You could say, I think, some of Jurassic Park has horror elements to it, but he, you know, it, that's... Yeah, it's because, like saying E.T. has horror elements. Yeah, and Crichton... Because it kind of does. Crichton was a, uh, you know, has done horror before, so I, I feel like there's some of that there, but like... He really hasn't done much. And man, just thinking about, sorry, and, and not to cut you off, just I'm looking at his director credits from, you know, the eight, 60s to the 90s, really the 70s to the 90s. And it's like, this motherfucker was like hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And then like all those guys, like all our favorite directors from the 80s, the 90s happened and they just started really shit in the bed. 
Well, all that money was coming in, dog, and all that cocaine and all those hookers, dude. I feel like, so I feel like what happened is the 90s film style started to hit, and it's just bad. And I love a lot of things in the 90s. I love a lot of 90s music, because obviously that's when I hit my, you know, teens, and I, I really became like a person, you know, that's, we all, you know, that's that a formative part of, our, you know, of your life. But, yeah. And there's some great I movies. the 90s. There's some great movies in the 90s, but like... I mean, he did Hook in 91, which is like, wow, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, both in 93, great movies. And then, you know, Saving Private Ryan, 98, great movie. And then he gets back on his game, like Catch Me If You Can in the 2000s, but in the middle, there's some stinkers, dude. Yeah, I hated like mid, early 90s. I hated like, I didn't like grunge. I, I hated like fun 90s hip hop fucking hated like the fresh prince and 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 kid and play and shit like that i hated it because i was surrounded by it uh i mean i i did like madonna no i did like madonna and like brian carey and boys to men and shit but like when i look back at like when people are like oh god there's nothing worse than being in a bar and then somebody plays the fresh prince of bel-air theme and the whole bar starts singing it and everyone's having so much fun I would rather bite one of my fingers off. I hate Come it. On, I get so upset. <laughs> you know, like the, the reason oh. people love that is not that it's a good song. It's that their minds are because the every white person learned how to rap. <laughs> no, I think it's. <laughs> I think we all have good memories of fucking Fresh Prince. It was a great show. Oh, I hated it. What? Um, but you, you I mean, it like was fun. Things. I guess when you were a kid, you you're a hipster and. And you, you would. I'm not a hipster. Oh, I just don't. I just hipster. didn't like that shit. My friend, hating people having fun is the most hipstery hipster thing. <sighs> and I say oh, that I as did. a hipster because I'm a hater. You know I'm a hater. I know. We're but hipsters. I'm, everyone. I, also, I think everyone has some hipster in them, right? Some. I just someone, hate. I hate. I. I, I don't know. Well, some, so silly goose. I don't like silly goose. Someone like I, we all have a little bit of wanting to push back against popular shit, right? And we all have the like thing that we liked before it was popular, and you like want to h- hold that over people, right? Like I liked this, like when no one knew about it, you know. That's mm, such a hipster thing, and we all have like that. Uh, that in us, I think. Yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, the new daughter is another cool horror movie you should look up. It's Kevin Costner. It's like a single dad with two daughters. It's kind of it's really weird. It, you, it starts and you think like, okay, whatever, gen- generic, two thousands thriller and then like no spoilers but spoilers by the end of that movie you're like how the fuck did we get here Mm -hmm. like what am i watching it's really bananas i would say don't even look up synopsis if you're just looking for a movie to watch and you can find the new daughter with kevin costner uh and you're looking for like you know a mid-tier movie this is not going to this isn't fucking requiem for a dream it's just a fucking you know horror movie I'm looking at Richard Donner's career now. Sorry, I was just I was listening to what you're saying, but I um I had clicked on Spielberg and then I saw that um I always attribute Goonies uh to Spielberg, but he just produced that and I think did the story, but Richard Donner directed that. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I was mm-hmm. looking at him and then I'm like, "Oh, I you know, I knew that that he had done Superman, but he did a lot of shit." I was like, "Richard Donner didn't really do much in my head." And then I looked at his filmography and I'm like, "Fuck, this guy did a bunch of shit." But then I was thinking, I was reading about Superman, and I'm like, God, it's so weird to look back at the the film industry as it grew because it went from like people that looked like people, right, to like like Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, right? Margot Kidder, 
average looking you know pretty a, 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 a good looking woman right not, not yeah the, mom from poltergeist yeah but no that's not the mom from poltergeist Marco Kidder? They look like the same lady. No, that's same, a different lady. They're the same white lady. Oh, yeah, in okay. The 80s, 90s with big brunette hair. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Um, but not like, even for that time, you know, like Farrah Fawcett existed, who was gorgeous. You know, there's like, it's just funny how casting went from like, yeah, we cast people that look like what the story people should look like, which are like, you know, middle America or whatever, to like now everybody is fucking flawless looking you know like we, everyone's like yeah, casting everyone's movies. fucking uh what's the what's jennifer's body or oh yeah megan fox or yeah J- the new joker chick what's the other one what's the the fucking mystique joker chick zazzy beats ramos oh, Mar- oh the chick with the nudes oh, um oh yeah Je- jennifer um, lawrence jennifer lawrence remember when she was in everything um, and then like i guess she took a step back i think she's enjoying her 30s 40s tens of millions of dollars yeah good for her when She's, people I, say when people say like i wonder where this person is i i go like don't you remember they got paid 80 million dollars for a movie i and yeah. they're like 30 <laughs> dude do you <laughs> if, if you want to fuck your brain up listen to darren aronofsky in an interview <laughs> and and so aronofsky is the guy that did requiem for a dream black swan um mother you know he's that guy that auteur filmmaker mm-hmm. you will it will fucking blow your mind <laughs> and Why? i you know he, because you know when you think of a guy that makes requiem for a dream or black swan right you're like this art artistic you know but you know the the premise i, of I know like what this, it is it's a depressive movie like depressing art film yeah yeah you think of like that guy that's like well like he's either going to be British, you know, like in your head, right? Or you, you do the the you, you like make up the character. He's like, yeah, this, like I, um, like I, the guy I, who did. Uh, you think the guy like, who did the fucking porn movies, the the depressing guy. What do you mean? Zip, zip, no, the guy who did the the, the, the movie where Spider Man's girlfriend gets hit by a planet. Oh yes, uh, Lars von Trier. Lars von Trier. Yes, you think of yeah, him. Yeah, you think right? of like von Trier shit. Or you think of like Christopher Nolan, who's like very serious always, right? And like you hear him in interviews, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, bro, this guy's like, he sounds like a fucking cabbie from New York. He's like, yeah, I wanted to make a fucking <laughs> movie about uh the, you know, I wanted to make the Bible, but I wanted to make it like fucking crazy, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I digress. Um, uh, yeah, I was almost done. Um. Other than that, where's my notes? <laughs> I saw a cool little a little movie on a little short film on YouTube. I watched something like a horror, a horror shorts. It's not really brilliant or anything. It's short. It's just dumb. For some reason, I wrote it down. It's called The Rizzle. That was fun. Look it up. It's a couple minutes long. Uh, I can't really say anything about it because it's just kind of a, it's kind of a one gag. And then I'm gonna be so mad every time we finish an episode. I remember all the stuff I was supposed to talk about on my week, but um. <laughs> Last thing is Jesse hates how people pronounce things. Uh, one thing is a word, and here's another uh, two things. One is just the way this guy pronounced something. I did find a new podcast that I do like. Um, I found a new podcast that I did not like that I talked about a couple weeks ago, where they were talking about Street Fighter, and the guy was like, I think he says Ayukit, and the the tall guy goes hyper hyper uppercut, and it's like, no, dude, it's Hadouken and Tiger. Bro, they Anyways, they, they told you if if. If you were a kid at an arcade and you were like, "What the fuck is this guy saying?" You literally just walk around the side of the machine and, or, or like, look down. And a lot of times they would tell you, 
And yeah, it, I, I, at this I, I point in time, a, I, don't, I don't think it was a bit either. At this point in time, like if you're a fan of these games, you know what they say because the internet exists. Like you can go like, "What is reuse?" You know, even if you're not a fan, it's just popular culture now. Yeah, it like, literally like, like if Street you, Fighter is in it too. Yeah, and if you look at if you're like playing any of the modern ones or any on a system ever, you can go to a move list and it tells you Hadoken. <laughs> like it tells you. Yeah. But um, but I found this new podcast I do like called Retro Warriors. They're pretty cool. They have a cool theme song, and they pick a game. But they usually start off with their weeks, and then they do like an old game. And they're they have a pretty good show. I like their show. I vouch for Retro Warriors. They're pretty good. Uh, I can listen to it. But one of them was talking yesterday, and he meant to say the word. And he was talking, and he was going to say the word esoteric. Simple enough. Mm-hmm. That's the word, right? And it's Esoteric. phonetic. It's the way that it looks. Yeah. Why did he say esoteric? I've heard that one before. Well, why did you do that? It's not esoteric. You know very well. This guy has children. He's like 40-something, maybe 50-something. Yeah. <laughs> you know that the word is esoteric. It's like the guy from, from Retronauts or maybe it's HD 101, which I had to stop listening to them. Because of the guy with the, the this one guy, I know it's not really a mispronunciation, but the guy has like I guess a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. But he says instead of Castlevania, he says Castlevania. Oh boy! So he ends Castlevania with an er, and I'm like, it's Castlevania, and he's a Castlevania. It's like, hey, you want to go get a pizza? Or, hey, you want to get a <laughs> slice of pizza? It's like, <laughs> get out of here, dude. Or like so, when people um, say wash, gotta wash my car. Warsh. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just dialect, but, you know, it's like the guy with the Bahamut, or it's maybe the guy who says, anime. It's like, get out of here. So, esoteric annoyed me. But this is one that is getting on my nerves, because I'm hearing it the way that I don't like it being said, and people say it all the time, and I hear it everywhere. When you are excited for a game, but you're going to use the H word, where, like, hyper... What are you for the game? You're, You're what hype. for the game? You're hype. Spell it. H-Y-P-E. Yeah, I'm hyped for this game. Yo, this game is coming out and I'm super hyped for it. Everyone says hyped. I'm hyped for it. Mm. And I don't like that. I don't know why. Well, um, I think that comes from talking... the idea that someone has act, has put this on you. You've been hyped. Yes. Okay, so this is perfect. This is okay, good. Cuz cuz this is this is goes with these hype and this other word. So uh, if you are hype for a game, that means the game has been hyped up. So I'm hyped for. It. I don't know. So that one I still think is up in the air. The last one that I'll do is and I think after this it's just basically we just there's a couple of like trailers came out and then we get to the reviews. So there's a word Okay, so you and I are familiar with psychedelics. Uh, when you were younger, you used to do like psychedelics. A couple of years ago, I used to do a lot of mushrooms and shit like that. So I like high, uh, I like psychedelics. So I like psychedelic. I used to like psychedelic drugs, drugs with psychedelic properties, which which are hallucinogens. Now hallucinogens have hallucinogenic properties. A drug with a hallucinogenic property is a hallucinogen. Mm-hmm. When you are on a drug, like mushrooms or acid, you are on a hallucinogen. 
I have heard so many people say this, and even one which annoys me because he's so annoying now. Corey Taylor was telling us this story once of like how he realized he wanted to be a rock star. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I used to take a lot of hallucinogenics. And when people are like, oh, man, I love mushrooms. I love taking hallucinogenics. Oh, man, acid is the best, dude. I love tripping on hallucinogenics. Listen, people, you are, you are taking hallucinogens. These are drugs that have hallucinogenic properties. So when it comes to, like, these little simple ways that words work, it really annoys me when people – like, I know it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Like, that, it, one, th- that one, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say they love hallucinogens. I may have said it. But that's how that's what it is. The drug it's a hallucin it's a hallucinogenic drug. It has hallucinogenic properties, but it is a hallucinogen. But it sounds fine to me either way, honestly. I think it sounds terrible. Yeah, but if you're the only so... dude, it may be you that's the problem. <laughs> I know. I just think everyone else is wrong. I yeah, think but everyone else is wrong. If you got to look at the common denominator, bro. Like I, I was, yeah, I used to say this at my work. A lot of people are wrong about a lot of shit. <laughs> sure, but if everyone right says it one way and you're the lone dude on an island, then maybe you're the problem. <laughs> I used to tell this girl at my old job, like, "Hey, look around you. Every problem, all the drama, starts with you." <laughs> no, it's going too far. Moon, let us know, Moon. What's up with the word hallucinogen versus hallucinogenic? Um. And other than that, well, wouldn't, like, I, that's wouldn't me. acid be a hallucinogenic drug since it has hallucinogenic properties? Yeah, but but it in itself is a it's a hallucinogen. No, an ingredient it is it is a hallucinogen, but it has the drug itself has hallucinogenic properties. So yeah, but you're not taking a hallucinogenic; you're taking a hallucinogen. So because hallucinogenic is describing a property. A hallucinogen is the actual drug in itself. Do you know this to be fact? I just know Are you that a I, have a, I have a pretty I have a pretty good knack when it comes to like etymology and like using words for the most part. And that's what I've always had like a weird thing where like it like weirds me out when I hear words used wrong. And for the most part, when I look it up, it's right. We don't have if you want to go into etymology no, no, no. and dictionary. Listen, shit right I'm now, not challenging you. Like I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I just, just asking feel you. it in my gut. I'm just asking you if you're right, because I I don't know. You know what I mean? That's why. So just so you know, I'm not here telling you, like, what do you know? Like, because you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, do you know, though? Because nothing's worse than you fight against the tide, and then you're like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, no. I'll be be completely fine to... uh, I think I've told this story before, but there was a girl in my Spanish class when I was in high school, and I said that she was stupider than me, and she was like, that's not a word. And I was like, bet. She's like you're more, no you're she she's more stupid than you are. No, stupid is a word. Look it up. Stupider is a word. Ah, oh, nice one. Bro, I that brought to, um... I ripped the page out of my dictionary and slammed it on her desk the next day. Nice. And she was like, "You really thought about this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker. I know what I'm talking about." Like, don't yeah. tell me. I'm like, er and est. Someone is the stupidest person you've met, right? They're the most stupid. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it sounds dumb. Okay. Stupider isn't a fun word to say, but it's it's grammatically correct. Like, I don't know. It was just funny because there's was... other ones like like if you say like, oh, you're doing good. Like, I don't think that's right. I think it's you're doing well. I think doing you're doing good isn't. Like, Man, there's right one that, or something. There's one that gets my goat, dude. There's one that fucking grinds my gears, and I can't remember it. But it's one that my sister says all the time. 
uh, or used to when we were younger. And I would fucking... The, there's a turn of phrase that drives me nuts, which is same difference. Drives me insane. I don't know why. Uh, that one used to kill me. My sister would say it all the time. And it would just. I think she knew it frustrated me. <laughs> I I can see how that could work because it's saying it's a similar. It's you're you're comparing two different pairs of things that are similarly different. Like you know, like. No, but that's like, say like people use it. Hmm. But they'd be like. They'd say a word wrong, and you'd be like, "That's not the word; it's this word." And they'd go, "Same difference." <laughs> oh no, that's yeah. just yeah, that's just a, that's using a turn of phrase to the point where it ends up meaning nothing now. And they're like, "You know what I mean?" And it's like, "No, I mean, yes, you know what they mean." They're basically mean saying whatever. Who cares? They're basically saying same shit. You know, like yeah, it's just same difference. I'm like, but no. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's two words that don't go together either. The same difference. <laughs> Yeah. What's well, like jumbo shrimp? Uh what are those called? Oh yeah. Onomatopoeias uh, or some no, shit. No. No, onomatopoeia is uh it's like It's splat. a word that's spelled how it sounds, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, splat or like yeah, like uh, like boom pow like in Batman comics back in the day. Um but anyways, next time on Grammar Corner. Um so there's a couple of little news things that happened. Uh we haven't really been going over any of this shit, but it's fine. Sony was going to shut down the PS3 and the Vita stores. Everyone yeah. freaked out. They got Sonic so the Hedgehog Sony... into fixing it. <laughs> yeah, Sony reversed it and said, fuck it, we'll leave them back. We'll leave them up. They're still going to close them. but yeah, They'll close them eventually just because gonna... they know how many people are actively using it and guaranteed it's not enough. People are just yeah. freaking out as if they're going to use it, and they're not. You already know they ain't. Yeah, so two hours ago, I bu- I booted up my PS3 for the first time in a while, and uh, it's not recognizing my password, and it's not letting me play half of my games. So it's like I think like a lot of the weird licenses are fucked up. It it, it, fucking the system's dead. They need to just I don't even know. That's that's a whole other episode. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to have a PS3 backwards compatibility store, but fuck them. Uh, the CMOS issue, which is look it up, CMOS, it's a battery issue with the PS3, um, which eventually the system will brick and die and never work again. That will also happen with the PS4, and it will happen with the PS5. It's not going to happen for maybe 15, 20 years, but one day your PS5 will become a brick. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like how recently I think Amazon or someone said, um, all your digital movies you purchased, you don't own them. You 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 have licenses. You don't own the content you've bought. So if you spent thirty dollars on Endgame, Blu-ray, 4K edition, to for your digital library, they actually came out and said you don't own any of the digital content that you've purchased. You are just renting a license, and one day it will be removed. So everybody just needs to realize this is the world now. All of your systems will eventually become bricks. I mean, they're going to brick themselves anyways because. Uh, systems brick themselves anyways but even your digital accounts eventually one day will become worthless and everything will eventually disappear so Mm -hmm. all the digital content that we are purchasing and even the physical discs because the systems if you look up what cmos battery issues cmos battery issues um it basically means that one day it's kind of like the y2k thing like one day the batteries will no longer be able to pass like a certain date or the batteries will die and it It'll basically never read. Even discs will just never work again after a certain date. Uh, and obviously these things will be able to 
you can get past them if you just never update a system. But then it's a big mess people are complaining about, but it's not going to really affect PS4 or 5s for probably over a decade. Uh, and that kind of sucks. Oh, speaking of Amazon, I wanted to mention, they uh, did you see they canceled their Lord of the Rings MMO that they were making? They've now no, but I'm happy they did. They've now canceled a shitload of games that they've like announced. They've just got New World. That's basically all they've got after making a game studio, and New World had to oh. get completely remade, basically from scratch after the alpha. Like people hated it so much, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do a different game." Nice. Very interesting. But then again, fucking Harry Potter World is still coming out. Um. And very awesome news: Streets of Rage Four is getting a Mr. X Nightmare D- Doc- Mr. X Nightmare DLC. This is really, really fucking wonderful. When I was playing Streets of Rage Four a couple of months ago, I was fighting. Man, I forgot her name, Elvit or something like that. It's this one character. She's like this chick cop with a ponytail, and I was like fighting this boss, and I was like, you know, why wouldn't they make the bosses playable characters? They really could. It's kind of a bummer. And then out of nowhere, they just dropped a DLC is going to be coming out in the future. She's a playable character. They're going to make cool. three new playable characters. So I'm assuming it's her. I'm guessing that then there's two two shadows we haven't seen yet. I'm assuming the last one's Shiva. He has to be the final one. He's a karate guy. So we're getting three new playable characters, new moves, updated combat physics, new challenges. A whole We're getting a whole slew of shit. We're getting a huge DLC suite for Streets of Rage 4. That is super awesome news. It's really cool for anybody who hasn't played it. It's not too late to jump in. It's a really great game. It even has a kind of a Bloodborne kind of gameplay style mm-hmm. where in beat-em-ups, when you would use your special move, you would lose some of your health. But with and, and So you never use your fucking special move because you don't want to lose health to do your special move. Well, in Streets of Rage 4, you use your special moves, you lose some health, but as long as you don't take damage, you can gain that health back like in Bloodborne by preemptively attacking so i didn't realize and i beat the whole game without playing using all my cool moves and uh went back and started playing with the specials and treating it like bloodborne and it's way more frenetic it's crazier it's a lot of cooler now so it's really neat that we're going to be getting streets of rage 4 dlc that's very 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 cool uh last time we talked about the street fighter um the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid Street mm-hmm. Fighter Cross DLC, which they're going to put Ryu and Chun-Li in the game. They released a 1993 Angel Grove High, a- Angel Grove Class of 93 reveal for Ryu the Crimson Hawk Ranger. He basically looks like grunge Ryu. He's like Ryu with like a wife beater, a leather jacket, and like a red flannel around his, like, around yeah, his waist, like 90s grunge style. Uh, um, I don't really like the costume. His face looks cool. kind of dumb, but I I like the I like the outfit. It reminds me of um, the bully in Boy Meets World. <laughs> I forget his name. Yeah, he looks like a '90s bully. Actually, mm-hmm. he does. He's kind of dressed like Bulk and Skull. Yes, uh, a little bit of that. That's kind of cool. Um, Hibiki Takane, which is a character from Last Blade Two, which has been added to. Samurai Shirt on 2019 just released yesterday, I believe, or two days ago. So her character's out. So go check her out. She's really cool. Harley um, Kiner. That was his name. <laughs> oh, his real name? No, no. In um, Boy Meets World, that was the bully, Harley Kiner. Oh, and okay. he had the Bulk and Skull uh, guys that were like, they were Joey and Frankie. Fat kid, skinny kid. 
bullies, yeah. you know? So there's a couple more things that just got announced that I just wanted to say real quick. Um, Konami filed a couple of trademarks, which is very, very cool, man. Konami filed brand new trademarks for Castlevania, and people are fucking this up. People are saying Metal Gear Solid. No. They filed the new trademarks for Castlevania and Metal Gear Rising. So this is super neat. So Castlevania, obviously incredible. There's rumors right now that Sony's were going to be working with Konami to make a new Castlevania game. I'm personally hoping that we just get a Lords of Shadow remaster. I don't even need a remake. Just port them over. Even if we get a Metal Gear Rising Revengeance port, just give, just give me a port. I don't care. But it'd be really nice to get a new Castlevania game. Um, so that's really awesome. Did you see, so yeah, rumor new castle. Did right? you see the footage of the Dreamcast game that finally came out? Yes. So I was wrong last time thinking that it was a Symphony of the Night Dreamcast port. No, it was a complete game that they were making. Yeah, I'm kind of happy they didn't. I wish they would have because I'd rather have something than not. But it looked pretty bad. Um, and you were a female character. Neat. I believe, I remember at the time there was a rumor of a game where you play as Valdez Belmont, the first Belmont, which was a woman. Um, Maybe. Well, the first Belmont's Gabriel, but at that time he hadn't been created yet. Mm-hmm. So they might that might have been at the time. Um, I mean, because it, yeah... Yeah, that would have probably been her. Because, yeah, you played in that game, you were going to play as a female Belmont, I think. But it looked really bad. It looked like it didn't play very good at all. Uh, so I'm kind of happy it didn't come out, but it'd be nice if it did. Just to, I'd rather have something than not have it. But then again, I could give or take the N64 Castlevania games and not care. I don't care for them, but I also don't hate them. because I owned them at one point, and they were so bad I couldn't even play them. Uh, I think there's one more piece of news. Uh, there's, well, there's two more. Resident Evil 6, no, Resident Evil 6, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, was going to drop with that that multiplayer shooter that was going to be Resident Evil Reverse, mm-hmm. and it was going to be packed in with Resident Evil 8, and it was going to drop with it, and it was going to be like, yo, play as people from the whole Resident Evil series in this multiplayer shooter. It's going to be awesome. So they pulled it from the game. It's no longer coming out with Resident Evil 8, and now you have to pay for it. So it'll Damn. be, I think, forty minimum forty dollars extra, maybe fifty for next gen, and it will come out separately. So that's dumb because even when they announced it as a free add-on, most people said it looked bad. So I think they should just pull all, save the money, and save like either leave, either either drop it for free or just stop wasting development on it because they're just gonna waste their money making this thing. Oh. It looked bad already. Oh my you know, no god! No one cared dude. anyways. Uh, the limited run games is making something for you, bro. They're what, making the Castlevania, collection? Castlevania collection, but they've got two limited run boxes. Uh, I don't. I I stopped buying. Like limited run does that. Like they wait for people to drop these these retro games, and then they wait like a year later, and then they drop like an eighty dollar collection just to give you like a Nintendo slip. I saw it. It does look cool, dude. But they have the Genesis one that's so cool. It looks cool, but I just stopped buying it, those things. I just can't. Dude, it has the tab. I'll, I'll leave on. that to Keith. I'm going to put it in the chat just so you can see. It's fucking rad. It has the tab on top that they had on the Genesis uh, carts, you know, or the Genesis boxes. So they have an old NES version one. That's the gray. It looks like the Bloodstained one they did. You remember the limited edition Bloodstained uh, Ritual of the Moon that yeah. they did? You know, the classic Castlevania style art with the silver back. But then they have the Genesis fucking 
box. It's so cool. Holy shit. Yeah, it does look awesome. I just... It's 60 bucks, It'd be though. cool to... Yeah, but I already have those games, and I don't even play that collection. It doesn't yeah. even have a platinum, but it's it's still cool. Oh, they're doing um, a Neo Geo Pocket uh, collection for Switch. It's probably out if, if what you say is true about uh, how they do their, you know, like it's a year later. The, it's usually like months and months later. Like, they didn't drop the, the fucking River City Girls physical. Like, that took forever to come out. And it's fine because they have to make sure the game comes out. Yeah, yeah, they the want to make sure that run, it they have exists. to get the pre-orders first. Then they then they print them afterwards. And uh, I'm just I'm surrounded by collector's items. I just I don't have I yeah. can't buy these things anymore. I've kind of slowed um, down too. Like I was buying every game that I wanted the collector's edition, and like I have not put a single one up. I need to build yeah, like shelves. Is boxed. Yeah, everything's boxed for me, and it's not because I'm like one of these days will be worth money. I don't care about that. Like, you that's know. the worst part. I refuse to sell my shit. Yeah, it exactly. Just sits there. I learned the lesson uh-huh. when I sold uh-huh. Suikoden too, and uh, it's now worth yeah. three hundred dollars. And like, I just traded it into GameStop because I needed. It was EB Games at the time, but I, you know, I needed. I was in high school. I needed money, and I had just. It was mm-hmm. my anniversary with my girlfriend. I remember. And I needed to buy her a gift, and I wanted more games. So I was like, instead of picking one or the other, I'll trade in a game. And, you know, when you're young, you're like, oh, dude, I'll just buy it again when I want it. You know, like, I'll just buy another copy. (laughs) (laughs) The internet didn't exist back then, so I didn't know that, like, you know, it existed in such a small form or such a, you know, less connected form that there's no way I would have known. And uh, Yeah, it's even, like I said before, like, I traded a mint first print copy of Suikoden 1. I had uh, one too. I did a copy, that too. For a copy of Mega Man X6, which is trash. And that you can Ugh. get so easy. You know, like it's would be no... Well, I, I own it like five times over. No, I own it t- three times over in two different collections and I have it on PS3. So funny. <clears throat> but um, yeah, okay, so that... That's our news. Sorry, I just I was looking up. I was trying to see Valdez Belmont. It, it, I may have made that up, but I remember there was a rumor at the time because my buddy um, played a, a necromancer in Diablo two when it came out, and he named her her or him Valdez Belmont. Um, and I was like, yeah. "Who the fuck is that?" Or her name was Valdez, and I asked him, and he's like, "Oh, that's a character. You know, that's supposedly in the lore the the mother of Simon Belmont, who was like the first uh one of the first generation or whatever and that there was going to be a game coming out and there was i remember screenshots of it but um well actually there was one rumor and then one actual thing that just happened it's just companies denouncing another company um it's a pretty big rumor going around and all of the really big guys are talking about it it's a rumor that netherrealm studios the people who make mortal kombat have reportedly been working on a new marvel game i'm completely down for this uh, even though it won't be like NetherRealm isn't really NetherRealm Mortal Kombat games are really fun and Injustice is really fun. I personally don't hold them to the quality of actual FGC like real fighting games, even though they do account and do count for them and they are represented. It's just personally not my thing, but they're really awesome. And we've had enough Capcom Marvel games and it, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite really dropped the ball. So I would really like I would think it would be really cool to see this because this is a this is a possibility that we might get a Marvel versus DC game and I think it would be 
maybe a little more in the interest to have like a Western company like NetherRealm do it so that it's a little more bombastic and kind of dumb because it's kind of like these are all American properties and like we're kind of bombastic and dumb. So I think it would be a little more like fun and like like we're about to get some like I don't think you're going to buy it but you're going to eventually try King of Fighters 15. It's that's not going to be like a fun ride for you dude for the first 10 minutes. Th- those games are like cool and all. It's even like Street Fighter. Those games are are rough, dude. Like if you don't know what you're doing, those are like automatic input games like you not automatic. Those are game those are frame input games. It's not like playing games where you can, like even Tekken, you can kind of mash around and have fun. But um, I think Marvel would be cool in the hands of um, NetherRealm. I just think it'd be cool to see something different. We've seen how Capcom treats Marvel, and it's always really awesome. But I think that um, Capcom should just focus on their own properties for a bit. And the last thing is breaking news. So NetherRealm and Bandai Namco have dropped our partnerships with WePlay. WePlay is an esports organization um, which has partnered with One One Cross Bet, a Russian betting site which allegedly has scamming backgrounds and is currently banned in multiple countries. Respective companies will no longer be working with WePlay, who works with One Cross Bet in professional differences. So WePlay is a company that works with a bunch of other companies and then they're fucking with this russian company which scams people which is so it's kind of like 3d like it's kind of like two degrees of kevin bacon or two separation of kevin bacon's asshole or whatever uh so basically some esports scammers have been removed from working with these companies which to us seems like nothing but i'm pretty sure behind the behind the screen this is millions and millions of dollars either being lost or some shit somewhere so some Buddy in Russia's getting shot right now. <laughs> so cool. Someone's yeah. dead. Someone's dead. And that's it for like the little news I found fighting game news. Cool. So um why don't we jump into Falcon and Winter Soldier? It's probably a quicker because we've already talked about some of the episodes. Um we yeah. can finish up our review of that now that the season is done. Um and you know we will hopefully be getting some more, but with a new name. So we I won't spoil that yet. We will be going into spoilers if you have not finished it. It finished last Friday, so you've had a whole week. Um, but we will be fully spoiling this, so I would skip ahead to yeah. whenever. Um, and I did episode three through six. So I did four episodes last night, and I started at three in the morning, <laughs> and it went and it went by in a flash. Yeah, it's a really it tight was... show. As, as well, the Marvel that's because the episodes are 40-something minutes. You think they're an hour, so mm-hmm. by the end you're like, oh, that was four hours. You're like, no, it was three, but yeah, yeah. it was good, though. It it th- So I say tight in terms of it doesn't have a lot of like filler content. There's not like side stories, but there was a part in the middle where I was like, this isn't about the Falcon or the Winter Soldier at all. Like There's yeah, like there's two episodes where I'm like, what ep- the fuck? There's one filler episode where it's like, uh, it's like when you're watching... God, what was that show that everybody hated but I liked? Um, the the Dark Souls anime, Fuck Your Sister. Uh, we, we find a child in the woods and we fuck it. Uh, what was it, dude? Uh, <laughs> sword art, sword art. Oh, God. <laughs> and then in the middle of sword art, there's just like two episodes where it's like, it's like a fucking show where they're fighting skeletons and monsters. And out of nowhere for like an hour, 
they're just like, we live in the woods and it's like a fucking, it's just a show. And you're just like, what am I watching? And then like, you know, two episodes later, like you're back to the normal show, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an episode in Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of like that where it was like the not combat heavy, kind of family friendly Mm -hmm. uh, vacation day episode. Yeah. Kind of. But I mean, they pay they pay most of that off. It was I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad at all. Let's let's go ahead. And, let's toss a number on it. Um, for Out of me, what ten? Yeah, we'll do ten. Ten dicks. Uh, to me, I would give this probably like an eight and a half. There's some for things... a TV show. Yeah, for what it is, not like comparing it to. Like always, remember we have to compare things to what they are. So we, we're not we're not comparing this to fucking well the the Matrix when it came out. I will say. So yeah, as a good, <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Uh, for a TV show, like a comic book TV show, fuck yeah, man! Like probably like an eight. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, I really liked it. it. There's some things really that I'd change. Obviously, that's why it's not getting like a ten out of ten or whatever. Because it's definitely not that. But I think as a overall, it's almost a nine for me. Uh, you know, I think graphically, especially effects wise, it's better than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Um. I do think sure, there's sure. just some parts where it wasn't enough about either Falcon or Winter Soldier. And by the end, it is. You know, they, they have, like, a good arc, and I love that. They, they I like their friendship in it, kind of building and whatever. Um, I wish there was more Winter Soldier. We didn't get a lot for him other than, like, he gets some catharsis at the end. Um, but I think, you know, we'll get some more seasons when we get to um, the next iteration of this, which will probably be... Um, supposedly, the rumor is they're going to be doing Cap 4. Um, with new Captain America. So we'll see. Hmm. I did like um, U.S. Agent. I liked the John Walker stuff quite a bit. Um, he looked really dumb yeah. in the first reveal, but it was just the angle like and the way he smiled. He looked like the The first reveal, up. he looked... He had no lips. Yeah. He looked ricotta. Cat. <laughs> 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 he looks weird, dude. He looked like a... You know, he looked like a Make-A-Wish kid. He definitely looked weird. like the the old guy from Up. Like he just had a flat mouth and the way that it looked. Yeah. But then, when you see him he, in action in the suit, he looks great. Like you know, he originally um, auditioned for um, Captain America, which he lost hmm. out to Chris Evans. Yeah, goddamn right, because Chris Evans is Captain America. God, it's so crazy how like immediately perfect. He I is. remember when they cast Chris Evans, I was like, eh. You know, like, I liked him as an actor. I just was like, I don't know if I see him as Steve Rogers because he's not really blonde. And they never really go deep in the blonde, you know? But then, yeah. like, first Avenger happened, and I'm like, nope, that's my cap. That's him right there. Yeah, that, man. That initial casting was just perfect for everyone. I mean, Thor every, is Thor. Cap is Cap. Scarlet is Scarlet. Dude, Tony is Tony. All perfect. RDJ might be the best casting that's ever happened for, for anything just because he's so perfectly yeah, uh, Tony Stark. Like, it's... And, I'll and, say Banner is the only one that they, but they also had to recast them three times or recast them twice because they. I don't think they ever really got it. Yeah, I don't think they've ever hit it. Like I like Mark Ruffalo and I like his Bruce Banner the best out of what we've gotten so far. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I agree with you. There's something missing. I think that. Yeah, I think that Ruffalo's Banner works the best because. I think it's because of whoever the comedy writers for Marvel make everybody kind of comedy. So Banner, like Ruffalo's Banner's like a comedian. 
but and like what was his name edward norton mm-hmm. was yeah i think that we just know too much about it that he was an asshole so it kind of yeah. spoils it and then eric banna was just like milk toast even yeah. though I like that, I like the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Even Me though too. it sucks, like I, Me I too. like it. It's... There's a lot that I like in it, especially in the way they treated Hulk himself. Um, yeah. But the villain was really bad, and the Hulk dogs were really stupid. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, but but Ruffalo's not bad, you know. I, I feel like they the gimp suit. they gimp his Hulk quite a bit. I don't know that any. Mm-hmm. Any you know cinematic rendition of Hulk has actually treated his powers right. Um, they always like he gets like knocked out by sh- like fucking Thanos like nah bro, sorry for yeah, you. Yeah, I think um, Edward Norton's maybe when they had like the bullets bouncing off and making him str- making him angrier. Like I think that scene when they fought in that park in the city, in Edward Norton's Hulk, I think I like Edward Norton's Hulk the best. The actual monster Hulk, the mm-hmm. transformed, but. I think that Ruffalo works best because he had people to work with. He had yeah. like really great casting to work with. But um I don't know. And he's also just kind of cringy. Yeah. Uh So, but anyways, we're talking about Falcon. Yeah, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think um I I I really liked the finale. Some people were saying it was kind of hit and miss for them, but I I really enjoyed it. I think it paid off a lot of stuff. Like I like the new uh, Falcon suit, you know, the new Captain America suit quite a bit. Um, yeah, it was cool. You know, it it was a little little heavy handed with some of the messaging, um, but I think Anthony Mackie did a good job with the material. Like I think it didn't feel too ham fisted for me. You know what I mean? And again, yeah, the way I always look at these things now, like a, as an almost forty year old dude, is like some things just aren't for me, right? Like some of it, it's just. And not like that's not for me, as in I don't like it. It's it's not for my consumption. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the targeted audience, and that's fine. Um, like Endgame, that fucking she'll have helpline is like I I cringed. I was like, oh my god. But then I, I talked to my I mean, wife. I and think she was it like, is. We're we're comic fans. It's just I mean I can accept. I, yeah, I can accept the she'll have backup line and be like, oh, it's not for me specifically. But yeah, I didn't like, I wasn't like mad at it. No, 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 no. I um, just, I saw it and I was like, God, that's so like heavy handed, like so ham fisted in the way that they treat it. Yeah. Right. Cause like, but I'm not viewing it as a woman. And, and in this case, I'm not viewing uh, a black Captain America as a, as a black person. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily feel the weight, you know, so that those lines don't hit as hard for me. I still liked them, and I, I don't think it was cheesy in any way. I just think it was a little bit heavy-handed in the way it was treated. But then, like and like I said, it's you know, I'm just not that. That's not my uh, life lived experience, you know. So I don't like relate yeah. to it. You know what I mean? I don't relate to yeah, so, white Captain America either because I wasn't in the military. But I can relate to the character's life of just being a white dude. You know, like I could just yeah, yeah. Like so, I can I can see that. Like I saw like. So the series starts and it's like all about like I I think they did some rewrites. I mean I'm not the only one obviously. I've watched some videos uh, about the series and it seems like they probably rewrote some of the pandemic shit because I don't I don't think they were expecting like the pandemic because it starts off and it's like pandemic. They're trying to steal medicine and then eventually they kind of don't really bring that up. Now it does it does retain a message of 
Basically, it's a group of what they're calling teenagers, but these people are in their 30s, the flag burners, or the flag busters. Mm-hmm. Flag, flag smashers. Uh, flag smashers. They're like this group of teenagers. No, they're fucking grown-ups, but fine. I guess it's like, you know, 90210, like, we're, mm-hmm. we're teenagers, and they're all like 30 doing cocaine. Um, and they're like, these teenagers found superheroes, super soldier serum, and what it is is they basically represent um, – refugees with no home because they've been pushed out of their countries because their countries are war-torn and they don't know where to go. But since they're refugees, they're displaced, so they don't know where to go, so technically they're illegal aliens wherever they go, meaning touchy subject. And they have super soldier serum, and these groups of young kids are going around and attacking small governments and like people and taking their supplies and giving them to other poor refugee people who don't have shit so obviously they're like they're good guy vigilante renegades but as it progresses and gets bigger like sometimes you got you want to make an omelet you got to break a few eggs and that's where like the conundrum of like you know you think you're just doing one thing stealing a loaf of bread to feed you and your family but now you just lit a building on fire to send a message because you wanted to save this weather. Yeah. So that's what like that concept. So there's two major things that they're like trying to touch on, which is displaced, uh, displaced refugees. And then the concept of black America and America, like a black captain America. And will they, whatever. So those are like the two things we're like, yeah, okay. Here are two subjects. How are they going to handle it? Are they going to go, completely woke or they're gonna go this way or that way i do think they handle it pretty good yeah i think so um, too it it obviously it does get a little bit yeah it gets a little bit and you said ham-fisted like they had one scene that was super corny where like winter soldier and 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 falcon are walking up actually just the, the regular dudes sebastian shaw and anthony mackie they're just walking down the street and a police officer shows up and like grabs his weapon and he goes to Sebastian to, to Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, is this man bothering you? And mm-hmm. it's like these two guys are clearly friends who are walking, and this like white cop shows up and he's like, Is this black man bothering you? And he's like, Do, do you know who this is? And the yeah. white guy's cop friend goes, Hey, that's when that's Falcon. And he's like, Oh my god, I'm sorry. I do get the messaging because that is true. But it's also like they, I mean, I do get it. They were walking down the street. They were arguing. They were in a bad neighborhood or in an inner city neighborhood. I thought that scene was a little cheesy. Um, that, But I understood, like, okay, the representation. I thought the stuff with uh, Isaiah, I, Isaiah Isaac. Isaiah Walker. Yeah. I thought that stuff was cool to talk about how, like, you know, he let us know, like, it wasn't just Steve Rogers that was turned into a super mm-hmm. soldier. A bunch of people were turned into super soldiers. Most of them died from bad effects, and then he, you know, they didn't want to put him on the spotlight, so they just tested on him while Steve Rogers got to be Superman. No, it was and, after uh, he went in the. It was after he went in the ice. They were trying to recreate. Oh, it was him. after. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're trying to recreate it. Okay. And so what's oh, interesting? You're right, they were trying to. They were trying to reverse, like, do tests on him and reverse engineer mm-hmm. the 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 serum out of him. What's interesting about uh, Isaiah's story is that. He has a very similar story to what made Cap Cap, which was <clears throat> when he goes and rescues the Howling Commandos. And he's, you know, Isaiah Walker's talk, telling the story about how he did the exact same thing and they court martialed him or whatever and like put him in prison and tested on him and 
told his wife he was dead and then eventually she died and he never got to see her again you know there's like a whole thing and it was yeah, yeah it was and there was really one nurse sad. that would save the letters and she faked his death mm-hmm. and gave him the letters so really I, I didn't think that stuff was cool I really liked Good. the ending that he like put him in that museum as well very cool like I thought that was yeah I it was now that he's Captain America, I guess, like, because I was like, how the fuck did he get this done? But then again, we don't, you know, because yeah, was... that guy told you, like, don't tell people my name. They will come kill me if they know I'm alive. But you can tell, like, he had basically told Sharon Carter, like, I have connections. I can I can get you reinstated. Like, you know, the Avengers do have some power that they can use. And so I think he, you know, that was like a hint that he was going to use that same power to basically yeah. get you know isaiah's name cleared which he did and then you know revealed and you know generations had gone past it's not like the same dudes are in government you know like he obviously lives longer than most men with the super serum so yeah yeah definitely and you're like i was thinking like well he's not as old as cap was but remember the different ages cap was before him and Mm -hmm. also when cap we see him at the end of end game he goes back to the beginning and then lives the whole time so who knows how long but um the only other ham thing was like the very end after like no spoilers, spoilers, whatever. The very end end is like Captain Falcon or at that point, you guys are already here of spoilers. By then, Captain America so proclaimed Captain America because I do like how at one point the, the chick tells him, yo, keep the shield because like uh, secret, no secret. The government doesn't know that shield. It's in a gray area. Yeah, yeah. And also remember, Steve gave him that shield and he goes – and and when he says um when what the fuck is his name not anthony sam sam yeah sam wilson yeah when sam's like he's like oh how does it feel and he's like like it's not mine and captain goes well you know like it's someone else's and cap goes well it's not he's telling him i'm telling you you're captain america yeah bitch and i really enjoyed when sorry good i was gonna say i really enjoyed that bucky was like supporting he wants him to be cap and i like that like He's not trying, like, there was no fight for it. I, I enjoyed that, that it wasn't like, no, but I should be Cap. You know, he's like, no, nah, I don't deserve it. I yes, murdered a bunch of people. That's what I liked about it, is that he wasn't mad that Sam was Cap. He was mad that Sam got rid of the shield, and like he said, he goes, because if, if, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And then that was a really cool thing where mm-hmm. Winter Soldier didn't want to be Captain America. He just, all he has left is the shield and Steve and Steve's dead or retired yeah steve's gone which I, I assume he's dead yeah uh i saw a really interesting video about it um earlier today because he had steve's book and there was one part where sam's like really you didn't like marvin gay and he's like i like 40s music and he goes steve loved marvin gay you really didn't like and the mm. video like brings out how like he re- he reflects like that the 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 pre like the pain of like the soldiers before all like you know, people like start waking up and being actually decent. Like he still has this weird brainwashy. Like he, when he probably got to that part of the book of Marvin Gaye, he probably still has a little residual like racism, which you have to remember. Like this dude was probably born in like eighteen ninety something. Like he's in, like so, so fucking Winter Soldier is like a fucking like nineteen hundreds year old. What like he's a dude from like the nineteen twenties. Uh, or whatever um but anyways i digress about the video but um the very end when they figure out what's going on because the you know the the refugee kids then eventually they take it too far and then so the end had a good message but when it's not even a but 
then when um when Captain Falconer at this point Captain America is, is talking to the congressman and he's telling them basically you know like he's basically it's hard to say but yeah there is a way to watch that scene and be like oh whatever woke ham fisted but they did a pretty good job with it and like you said earlier he did good with the material it's like they kind of have to do that yeah he needed like, that moment good, you know you needed the moment and it was like televised you could tell they're filming it. I mean, you definitely know TV wouldn't work like that. They'd be like, turn that shit off. But um, they wouldn't allow senators to be yelled at by a superhero after people are dead. Like, yeah. He just flies in with a dead body. And everyone's like, yay. I didn't enjoy but, um, that, um, like, the, what he said. It made sense, right? Like, it was a it was a well-done thing. It was a little long, I thought. Like, it was just the monologue was a little long. But... Yeah. Um, it also was a really good moment. I think he knew he had to give the speech. You know what I mean? You could kind of feel that he knew, like, all right, yeah. I got to do this. I have to establish myself as Captain America. Like, I have to let the world know. Yeah. And there was a moment where they say something like, well, it's not an easy decision. And he's like, well, yeah, now you know, like, it, this isn't an easy decision. And it's not, it's not like he just came out and was like, I'm Captain America. Break down the wall and open all borders. Like, it's like it's yeah, no, like he, he said. He's like, no, cause... like this is a complicated shit. We got to figure out how to do this now. And now that you were just trapped in a in a fucking, you were a, a victim twenty minutes ago. How did you feel then? And look at how people feel all over the world. Yeah. So it was a cool. It was a little cheesy and corny, but like, hey man, you can't get like super real on a Disney action, like, and also no one has the answers anyway. So anything that we do put out like this kind of has to be vague and open because we don't know the fucking answers yet. Like we would be hopefully doing it. I mean, we know we're not doing it because the corrupt elite are evil and monstrous and who knows, but man, we're so happy. We're so lucky. There's no super suits and super serums. It's such an interesting thing. And I'm so glad they tackled the idea of like, what do you do when five years goes by and half of the world is gone? And then they just reappear. Like people live in other people's houses now. Like it's crazy. And that's like, you don't think about that. Like Thanos does the snap. They undo the snap. And you're like, yay, everything's perfect. But no, bitch, it isn't like the next day. It's five full years later. Yeah, it's, that's true. The weight of that that's is so the, crazy. Yeah, I remember like thinking that when he said like that part of like it's been five years and you come back to your house and like some another family lives there now and it's like well yeah that was your house before but like well and I mean technically for me I go well that was my house before and but so get out but then it's a it's a mess it's a huge mess yeah I mean we have dumb things like that that don't have snaps like squatters rights I don't really know. I think squatters' rights are stupid, but then again, you never know. Because there are literally things where, like, if you squat in a house long enough, you can keep it. Yeah, it's insane. Which are really crazy laws. And also, for all you um, single people out there dating, uh, be careful when you're dating somebody over 90 days. If you leave them in your house, for or at least in Florida, if you date somebody for 90 days and they're in your house and they receive a piece of mail in the mail to that address, you can't kick them out. So make sure you like that girl or guy or whatever because – a couple of us have been through that where you want to break <laughs> up with someone and they go, bitch, I'm not going anywhere. And then it's going to cost you about $2,000 to get a legal retainer and then you you might lose depending on what side of the spectrum you're on. So, but yeah, I thought it was cool and they so did a good job with that. By the end, we're getting kind of a setup for the Dark Avengers or the Avengers West Coast. 
with U.S. Agent. Uh, yeah, Zemo and yeah, Zemo, U.S. Agent, and then that lady, the um, power Elaine, broker. Elaine from uh, Seinfeld. Her character, uh, oh, Valentina, Val. whatever. She's a big yeah. She's a big character, so that's pretty cool. She was supposed to make her first appearance in Black Widow. Um, but it's been pushed back so many times, so this is her first appearance, technically. Um, and then, yeah, we got the Sharon Carter turn, which is an interesting thing, too. I, I wonder where that's going to go. It's, dude, there are some really good uh, film dissectors out here. I I don't know if you've ever heard one guy. I just saw, watch, I saw a couple today. This guy, Filmento? No. Okay, I'll send you some. He breaks it out real good. But I saw another person break something down. Uh breaking her down through all of the marvel films and Damn. they're like i think they've they've written her as the power broker the entire time yeah and her character is perfectly written everywhere especially in all the cap films and they're like this whole fucking time she has been like a major player pulling the strings and it's just crazy man it's crazy to like to think like when falcon's first appearance being like oh he must be so excited to be part of this that dude is signed an NDA and knows that he has a job for the next decade. Yeah. And he's like, these people think that my 10 minute cameo on this movie's good. Uh, just wait, bro. I'm yeah, going to get my own wait. show. I was happy that they didn't like, I, I would have been kind of pissed if they would have said, you get to split your show with someone else. But I thought this was perfect because neither of them is big enough to take on cap yeah. as a role yeah. of a major player. And I think it was great. I even do think earlier you said that you think that they didn't give, Bucky enough. I think Bucky got a lot, uh, uh, like a lot, a lot of development throughout the show. Yeah, it, I, I think don't it know. was mostly. I think it was pretty split, fifty-fifty. It's just that the Captain America stuff is so important that it stands out. Yeah, but I thought it was really well done. I and really the liked, Zemo stuff was great. I liked the build of their relationship together too. Like, and again, they they they. It's not they didn't like each other. They didn't in. Uh, Winter Soldier, obviously, you know, then come Civil War, they were like, you know, kind of like begrudgingly friends. And then now, you know, they've they've died together. You know, they they've fought, you know, galactic intergalactic wars together. So it's like they yeah. they were kind of begrudgingly partnered. And then, you know, they grew to respect each other. Now they're friends and they're it's almost like their family, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, they did the you know title change at the end, which I thought was really cool. Um, which they don't even show you till after the credits. Yeah, you gotta make sure you're always watching post credits, dog. Because hey, and also, don't ever try to fast forward because Disney Plus is the worst fucking uh, website to or anything software to watch a film on or anything on because like it's the worst, dude. It literally goes a thousand miles an hour. Like it goes like yeah, thirty two times. Yeah, I've gotten okay at it. I've I've gotten a little bit okay out of it. I can, I tap tap. tap. You have to like tap. Dude, like, I, I can't even went do it. through it tapping, tapping, tapping at 10-second intervals, and then all of a sudden, when you get towards the end, it goes super fast no matter what. <laughs> yeah. The so, way to yeah, do it is to just... to do it, like, did you tap it, and within, you go tap, stop, and that's like 45 seconds. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, dude. It's so... And it's it doesn't like... even show you when you're, like, scrubbing the right, like, thing that's on the screen. <laughs> Correct. Yes. What they... Okay. Also, hey, dudes. Hey. Hey, 
Just give me 10 second bump on yes. the bumpers on the L1 R1. Yep. Yep. Give me 10 seconds. <laughs> Just give me 10 hey, seconds. You're a thing, trillion you dollar company. You're, you know, you're hundreds of billion dollar company, whatever you are. You have money. Fucking invest. Just copy Netflix, yeah, bro. bro. That, that makes me think that companies cop trademark and copyright their fast forward methods. Probably. Cause that's probably what it is because I don't know, man. Cause even like I was typing in, I was trying to put the Disney plus on a Roku in another room. And I was like trying to type in the whole shit and, you know, Roku and other devices. Like when you press like right on the, um, on the little, the screen D pad, you like, you press it, it moves, press it, it moves. So you're always like a second and a half behind. Yeah. And it's always like really weird. And I'm also like, when I'm putting the email, Hey guys, Hey, just put a at Gmail, dude. At Yahoo. I at get the end, so because you know mad. everyone just has those. Yeah. <laughs> or at least put an at and a dot com so that you can easily just press that button. Yeah. It's yeah, so dude. Dumb. Like, <laughs> it's so Hotmail.com. Look at how hard is it to yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was dope. I I did want at least to say honorable mentions of dopeness was Baron Zemo was awesome. Yeah, I thought he, he was, was super great. funny. He was great. Uh, you lied. He did wear his mask. He did yeah. have his costume. Yeah, yeah. I said he wore it for a second. He looked cool. He looked really um, cool. Which leads into the thunder, thunderbirds or whatever. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna go thunderbolts because that's just still not, still not mainstream enough. But no. I think like, I mean, we don't have a Norman Osborn. We do, we don't. We have a General Ross, um, for sure. Um, for Red Hulk. Yeah. And we have U.S. Agent. Um, who goes in the bro? How uh, about the how Iron about, Man suit? How about his buddy getting fucking black black star or whatever his name was? Uh, battle star. Oh, just getting star, dude. Just yeah, battle star, just getting smashed. kicked into a fucking. And that ending when he fucking kills that dude with the shield. <sighs> ah, that was kiss. cool. Yeah, yeah. He kills the guy and brought. I think there wasn't enough backlash. Yeah, and it's I love weird. when he shows he's... up at the end with the suit again. No, no, and that's a fake shield. That's his. U- oh, yeah, yeah. He still has the suit, but that's because he probably refused to give it back because he kept saying, "I am Captain America." But yeah, and they were like, "We're gonna need that shield back." And that's he when you're like, "Come take out. it, motherfucker!" <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, but yeah, Baron Zemo was cool. The blonde chick, fine. I thought Madripoor was cool, cool, but like, man, get the fuck out of here! Don't talk about Madripoor. Uh, unless you're going to talk about Wolverine because yeah. like that's where Wolverine like that's mm-hmm. where he goes to that's Pirate City son and that's where they could have had some cool cameos and yeah but we, we you know that could be a fun setup for when we do get Wolverine you know because you know they're going to do it they, they they can't sit on fucking Wolverine like they can't they, they can't really can't now that they have it and they, they already know. did Old Man Logan yeah they, Logan was Old Man Logan so <sighs> Man, it'd be so. They, dude, they just brought Madripoor in here. That's crazy because the only time you hear about Madripoor is, is Wolverine shit, and it's like sketchy stuff. That's yeah. where he goes to do pirate stuff, and it's <laughs> yeah. That's why it's Sarah Carter's neat. there, and why you know Baron Zemo goes there to do what he's doing, and why they're selling Super Soldier Serum there. You know. Yeah. But uh, I, I liked it. I'm happy that I finished watching it. Originally, it would have just been you talking because I was just up to episode two. Um. Less than tw- like twenty hours ago, I'd only seen one and two, and yeah. uh, something told me I was like, "Dude, just try it." And I tried 
episode three and five minutes in, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all these. And I just watched them all. And the sun came up. Yep. It's a good show. Um, speaking of good shows, good show. Check it out. I'll go over um, Invincible. I'm going to do no spoilers just because it just ended today. And it's too good. Oh, if you want, I'll watch it. Next time we do an episode, I'll, I'll we'll do spoilers. Hell yeah, dude. How many episodes is it? Eight. It's eight, but they're short. They're like half hour to 40 minutes. Okay. And it goes I'll try to get good. it done. Watch past the credits on every episode except for the finale. Do they have a shitty credit rolling? No. It's scrubbing? usually like... No, it, it it happens really quick. It's not like... No, I'm joking like oh, the way yeah. that... Plus no, Prime is great. Prime is fucking great. But I'm just going to say Invincible Season 1, 10 out of 10. It's fucking perfect. It's perfection. Okay. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. Go in. Don't even. All right, fuck it. We'll we'll do a spoiler. Like, just talk about it and your feelings, and then we'll we'll maybe we'll do a spoilers no. next episode. I won't even talk about it because you know what? I don't want to give you anything to learn about it. You know what I mean? I want okay. people to. I want to say, if you haven't watched it and you know nothing of Invincible, please do yourself the favor and go watch it. And if you're interested in superhero stuff, it's a cartoon. It's fucking perfect. It's one of the best superhero. Cartoons. Well, I'll say I had a friend call me last night just to call me and say, "Do you have Amazon Prime? You have to watch Invincible." It's so good. It's so good. He um, also was really trying to convince me to. He told me buy at least one stock of GameStop because something's about to happen and it's going to be crazy. And I was like, nah. I don't know. Nah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I gotta see. I don't know if I want to pay for another streaming service, but. Whatever. Maybe I'll do it anyway. You can do a free week of Prime and then just turn it off. I think I did a couple, oh. like five years ago. When it first came out, I did it. I just pay monthly and then I get it. But I order stuff from Amazon a lot. so. Um, That's why I should probably do it. But anyways, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, let's let's finish the night out with Mortal Kombat. Um, which, you know, another, another streaming network. <laughs> God almighty. At least HBO doesn't do... HBO Max isn't doing what Disney Plus does, and they're like big movies, but you gotta pay more money for them. Like, when what do you mean? Uh, Disney when they put out Mulan or any of the first run films for like the first three oh, months, they're, 10 bucks. they're thirty dollars. Oh, ew! It's disgusting. HBO Go is also worth it. It's got it's got quality stuff. On oh yeah, it's great. It's worth it for Watchmen alone. Like you, yeah. still, you don't I mean, watch it's Watchmen, expensive, right? Dude, it's like sixteen, seventeen dollars a month. Yeah. It's mad expensive. It is. That's the most expensive streaming platform, period. Like, I just canceled and was pissed off about Peacock because WWE Network moved over to Peacock. Peacock is like $5 a month. And not only do you get the entire WWE Network, which is way worth it, you get tons of shit. You get all this. I mean, you get tons of TV content. And I just personally don't care for. Um, Dude, you should watch. Well, you don't like Prime happy time. fun time stuff, but Psych is all on there. I just saw an ad for it. I yeah, just I don't didn't... really care for like TV. I can do stuff like that. Like I, I, I like, I liked. What was that movie with the devil? We uh, talked about it with Sonya. The uh, Devil Show with the guy who's Lucifer. Oh yeah. I like, I like, I like stupid shit like dumb procedurals. But I gotta be in the mood, and it's gotta be something like what happened last night. I gotta do those things and like weird binges mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna yeah, I'm, like i'm not gonna watch psych i used to have a friend who loved psych and i i get it psych. i just don't like it I psych's don't care like for it. my forever bay um but all right let's talk mortal combat 
Yeah, the movie starts off and has like this little piano rendition. Yeah. It's like. Brad, just put the. They try to hide it. I'm like, bitch, get out of here. The song in it was nice though. When they do the new remix of it at the end, like you know, and then the last, like in the end fights, I was like, just put the fucking song in. Like, don't remix perfection. No, I hate the. I'm. I don't hate it, but it's just it's so it's so 90s. It's so cheesy. It's so cheap. <laughs> yeah, but so is Mortal Kombat. Like, as a game, it's so It definitely 90s. is. Well, it's as everything, yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat is cheesy. It, that's the point of it. It's Americans doing dumb Hong Kong t- t- fucking dumb shit. It's like, yeah. it's Americans pretending to make Hong Kong B-movies, but yeah. in the end just making really bad Hong But, um... So this movie, let's rate it ahead, right? I like to do that so that if you're here just to get some ratings and you don't want to spoil yeah. yourself, I'm going to go 7 out of 10. Maybe 7.5. I, I enjoyed I'm, it. I had fun. Um, it is, I'll leave it at 6 and six and a half. 6, 6.5. And, and I liked it. I think it's good. I do think it's good, and I think it's cool, and I'm happy it came out, and it's it's cool. But I think that there's a bunch of stuff that just for me just is like a little weird. I don't hate anything. There's just – I guess I'd have to leave it at six and a half inching in on a seven because it's low budget and I have to like, what? Well, that's all they had. But some I think of the that some effects of the, were so bad. I'm Yeah, so some effects I, I can forgive, but I think that there's some casting choices that were just stupid. Shang Tsung was a waste. Yeah. You chose the fucking – I can tell the screamers. I you know who I didn't really care about was from, Raiden. From 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 yeah, he was a waste as well. Like Shang Tsung and Raiden were a waste. Like the Shang Tsung is the guy from Batman. Which remember? Batman? No. From Dark Knight, when the Joker's like in you. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, tell yeah. the screamers when I see them. He'll come for you. He'll come for you. You think you're okay safe from Hong Kong? He'll he'll come for you. That's the guy, dude. And every time I see the dude, I just picture the scared. Chinese guy on the TV who thinks he's safe from Batman. That Shang Tsung was worthless. He had those no, there was no like his, there was no depth to his voice. And I mean, like it wasn't deep, like he wasn't ominous. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. His writing was trash. Uh, even when like uh, there were problems, I mean, this was a cool movie. I do think it's cool, and I'm happy it came out. And the parts that are really cool, which is anything Scorpion, Sub-Zero, or Bihan and Hanzo, is really cool and really well done. I like the Kung Lao, uh, like when he used his hat as a buzz. Like I like that they used apps, like actual fatalities from the games. Yes, all that stuff was cool. Yeah, yeah that really enjoyed Fatalities that. from Mortal Kombat 9. And I will say, if you just turn your brain off, like there are movies that I just turn my brain Like I enjoyed this probably more than Kong and Godzilla, Kong vs. Godzilla. And that was a brain. Yeah, turn yeah, I, I'll movie. say that. Yeah, because I didn't. I'll say that for sure. I didn't expect anything going in. Like you know, Mortal Kombat movies historically have just been like popcorn shit. You know, like even the first. I mean, there's one, only two. One's yeah. good. The second one's really bad. But and even then the we have first animated one, stuff. Even the first one's not great. Like if you go back, you're like, oh boy, you know. But like when yeah. you just turn it on as nostalgia bait, it's great. Like it's fun to watch, you know. And this was fun to watch. I think. 
So I'm going to go through my negatives real quick. I think Cole okay. could have been removed from the film entirely and it would be none the worse. Like it, nothing would change. Cole is a worthless main character that's a fart in the wind. He's not cool looking. His power that he gets is trash. He just gets an armor that we don't even know what it does. It seems like it absorbs and reflects damage or absorbs and projects damage it receives. Like yeah, Juggernaut. he doesn't even like project it. He just absorbs it. Yeah. I mean, I, well, he doesn't ever shoot it as a fireball. But Yeah, what I mean is like it strengthens him, right? Like he takes it in and then yeah. he can use it. But yeah, it's... He sucked. Uh, I think Sonya was kind of boring. I don't mind that actress. Yeah. Like Looks-wise, I think she looked like a Sonya Blade, which, you know, Sonya's not necessarily iconic looking. She's blonde Tomb Raider, basically, to me. I always think of her as like... Yeah, she's an everyman. She's an yeah. everywoman. She's just a blonde chick who can wear military a military hat mm-hmm. and like a green tank top and khaki. She's Laura Croft in the military. And the I thought the powers was kind of weird. Like the how you get them, like you need, you know, the mark gives you that. I like the mark idea. Like the mark yes, the I mark do think concept. the mark idea is cool. And like because look, Mortal Kombat I know you know the the stories, you know, they, they end up getting a lot deeper later in the games. But in the original, it's just like you're in a tournament and you're fighting. You know what I mean? Like, and they were deep from the beginning. Were it's, they? It's, but it's but yeah, it was from the beginning. The lore was super fleshed out. Like Bihan was in MK1 and he was dead by MK2. And by MK3, it was his brother. And we had a cybot like Mortal Kombat is one thing you that I'll give them. Is this is the thing about the the West, the East, and the West? The the Japanese are afraid to grow with their stories, but will continue their games. But the Americans, every Mortal Kombat, they would change the costumes, change the story, change the characters, kill this guy, bring this one back. Street Fighter, everyone is still the same age. It's been thirty years, and Sakura is still a teenager, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> In Mortal Kombat, we have like they have kids. Cassie Cage is the daughter of of, of Johnny Cage and, and and Sonya, and she eventually is the one who canonically won Mortal Kombat 10. That's crazy. Like, it's crazy, well, dude. But Jax so, has a daughter and shit. So as, like, a casual player back in the day, you know, I just thought, like, oh, these guys are cool. You know, I knew there was some kind of story going through, and it was, you know, they did have some, uh, when it came to consoles, there was, like, you know, little cinematics that tell you stuff, and... But what yeah, I mean is Earth like realm versus outworld to make a movie of it would be really tough for it to make sense, right? Like, it... no, they did it in Mortal Kombat. The original '90s Mortal Kombat movie came out within the the time span of Mortal Kombat one to three, and it tells the story of just Mortal Kombat one, and it's a fully fledged story that tells a story about. There is a tournament that happens every thousand years, and every ten, if one realm can win for ten tournaments in a row, they get to invade another one, and it makes a rule. And the reason why Outworld has been winning is because they have Prince Goro, who's won nine in a row. Like it's all a very solid, tight story. And the first Mortal Kombat, you may not know because you don't know the story, but if you were to go back and watch and listen to the dialogue, you'd be like, oh wait, they're actually, oh, there's a framework to it, like. The island is there for a reason. Everyone's there for a reason. Why is Kano involved? He's a drug dealer who deals to the outworld guys. Like it's all really crafted story-wise. It's cheesy, but there's a framework to why they're there. Everyone has a reason why they're there. And it's like that's what's really cool about Mortal Kombat is they've always had a super solid framework. Who's Cabal? Cabal was a former police officer who was doing 
side shit with the Black Dragon gang, and he eventually got burned as why he has to wear the mask. That's always been his story. It doesn't get confusing. That's was the thing about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is, one, the movie. He came in in part. No, Cabal didn't. No, no, no. He they. It was actually pretty cool that they put him in this movie because there was a lot. He would have been involved. Yeah, like Melina was in this. Fucking the what was the flying yeah. chick's name? Natara. That they put her in here just for a fatality. Like they put her in there just to be like, let's. We need some characters to put do fatalities on. We can't just put big names in here because we can't be killing off big names. So, so I will say I was really surprised that they like because I had heard I accidentally saw like a thing like damn you know Mortal Kombat's really just building it just sets up more movies right and I thought oh man they're not gonna give us like a full story no they gave us a full story like yeah yeah it's a little shallow um in places you know like Shang Tsung again shouldn't have even been in this yet I don't think right like set up Ooh. like talk Shang Tsung like just talk about him as being like the leader you know like have Raiden say like look you're marked by this and you know you're gonna have to fight because the leader of this other world is coming and they have one tournament left and then they can take this world you know and build him. so he he would have it's Shao Kahn which he didn't show up which is good Shao Kahn is the ruler okay and okay. Shang Tsung is is kind of like the slimy you th- think he's a ruler but yeah like so shang sung definitely should have been and he his role was okay i just think the actor was real the actor didn't look menacing i think his nose was just too round but i think he didn't his, he didn't his, he didn't look menacing or scary enough and i think that like the way i don't think they gave him good lines and he didn't deliver anything ominous like it was like really cheesy he's like look at natara isn't she beautiful and she's like Rah! and then uh Cabal's like, yeah, if you find Screech is attractive. And that was funny, but it it was – I think it was the delivery, like the execution of Shang Tsung came off fucked up. You know who I hated worse than Shang Tsung was Liu Kang quite a bit actually. I felt like Liu Kang was like whack as shit. Yeah, I just didn't ever feel it. I think he looked like a Bruce Lee karate – Asian guy, but I never like really felt it. Like I, I dude, the Rob Robin Liu or whatever the fuck his name is, the mm. original Liu Kang, dude. That guy, dude, you amazing. you saw that guy yeah. once, and you're like, that's Liu Kang. That's Liu Kang. That's my motherfucker right there. Yeah, like, and and I felt like this one was like too like I am a peaceful monk, like the way I don't know, just the way he was talking, right? Like, and it's he very kept, childish and very kept, yeah, very like oh, he kept whipping pure. his little like sash that he was with. Did you notice that? Like he, he kept like, <laughs> yeah. whipping it, but so opposed to him, I really enjoyed Kano. He got a little overbearing after a bit, but like I liked his character. You know, people are loving mm-hmm. people are loving Same. Kano. They're like he's the main, you know, the best main character. And honestly, it would have been better if this movie followed Kano getting you know brought in with Sonya Blade and and Jax, and then he turns right. And then we can shift the, you know, we you shift the focus to the, the, you know, the champions and let that whole fight happen. But like, I, I enjoyed him, uh, and Jax was okay. I feel like I could have used more of Jax actually. Um, mm-hmm. That actor could have had some time to stretch his legs a little bit and, and get some work in. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think anyone necessarily stood out be- besides Kano. Um, though I did think Cabal and, K- and Kano's like relationship 
like that was cool like they hint at more you know and i i want to see i did yeah. cabal die no he gets away yes right? he was oh. he was eaten by Liu kang's dragon oh yeah the fire dragon i wanted Liu Kang to turn into a dragon you remember that old fatality where like his upper half would become a dragon like bite you in half or yeah whatever? the animality in Mortal yeah. Kombat too yeah yeah um i mean yeah i think he's dead he's probably dead but then again so well, go ahead with your rest of your negatives because there's a, a thing no, no, no. That that's that's pretty much it. And like so, good. So the recent Mortal Kombat games have done the time paradox thing. That's what they've been doing for the last ten years since two thousand nine. The last three games have all been working towards uh, a series reboot, uh, and they've done it. That's how Mortal Kombat eleven ends. It's Chronica. It's this time mistress who controls the the fucking hourglass of time, and they destroy it. So as of where we are right now, and actually there's the Aftermath DLC, which I have not played, but I own. So I should actually play. Maybe I'll play some tonight after we do this. Uh, but basically what they've done in Mortal Kombat is they have reset the timeline by literally going to the Elder God shit and breaking time in the cosmos universe of the eternity of all of the universe existence. Time doesn't exist anymore, and whoever won gets to reshape the universe or reshape time. And I think canonically it's Liu Kang. Okay. So basically this movie can exist now because – the time paradox is in this moment is split and it's pretty cool. They've been working on this since 2009. Um, nothing to do with the movie, but in 2009, man, I think if anybody who has the opportunity to, you know what, even if you can't play them, go to YouTube, look up mortal Kombat nine, the movie, mortal Kombat X, the movie, mortal Kombat 11, the movie, and they will just take all the cut scenes from the games and put them together and you can watch it like a movie. And that's one thing that NetherRealm does really well is story modes. That's why I'm okay with them taking over Marvel. Even though we'll get a less competent game, we'll get a better story and something a little more fun and some more exciting shit. And it's taken them time to – like they didn't just in one game go, we broke the time paradox. They were like, let's do this over three games over 10 years. It took 10 years to completely shatter time because Mortal Kombat is so crazy that there's so much there's so much lore it's fucking dude it's like lord of the rings not lord of the rings but like it's a lot of lore it's a lot of fucking lore it's like it's like skyrim levels of lore there could be books and they've been doing this for years in ps2 games ps1 games where games would come out and there would be like multi comic book series lore things books uh fucking a ton of shit there's so much story that they finally just broke it down anyways so this movie can exist so that's what's cool and that's why we can have all this crazy shit and um i don't really want them to put cold in a, in a game i'd really really rather them not i think that would really damage it like leave the game on its own don't yeah, do that don't, yeah don't put him in the game that i don't, agree don't, He's whack as shit. Yeah, I'd love to see. Yeah. I'd love to see the rest of the costumes, maybe like as DLC in a game, right? Like, okay, you know, like have you know, I don't know, Liu Kang special costume where it's designed. To, I mean, you know, they look like the characters anyways. But well, you know. they did that in Mortal Kombat 11. They did that a couple of months ago, or in 2020, they did 
um, Mortal Kombat 90s movie costume pack. And there's a pack for Raiden, Johnny Cage, and Sonya. Yeah, I meant this movie. Where the costumes look like the actors from the 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, I meant this movie, though. Like, if they're going to do anything with this movie, I'd be fine if they just were like, hey, costume pack, but, like, I don't want to see them. No, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, put the new Sub Zero outfit and the new Scorpion outfits. Those were really cool, or. I think that's fine. I thought the movie was cool. I think it was great for a kind of low budget action movie that got a. It's like a low budget action movie that got like a boost because it looks better than it really should yeah and there's stuff to be critical of with graphics and stuff like i saw when you said like oh when raiden shows up with the lightning bolt like lightning bolt's bad and well just there's like a flash to his staff that you can tell they animated something that was gonna mm -hmm. like go down his staff and whatever but you could tell it was real it looked horrible and so they just like like, spent another two hours on it yeah like somebody should have spent another twenty hours on it. It looked horrible, and so you could tell they were like, "Nope," and they just like showed it for a flash to like because they needed it to be introduced. Um, yeah. At least that's my you know my thought of what that had to be. Because if not, then it was just like a wasted time of animating that. But and then well, yeah, you the were rep- not the only one because I was listening to Andrew Schultz on Flagrant Two his podcast, and he, they brought up it really quick, and he made fun of that same scene, and he goes. Yo, when I saw Raiden look up and you saw lightning in his eyes, and he looked over to his producer Alex. He goes, "You could have done that in After Effects." <laughs> so I, I, so I went up and looked up the scene. And if you look up that scene where like Raiden shows up and his hat's covering his eyes, and then he looks up and you see like his lightning eyes, it's like they just chose like a lightning eye filter on a phone and just set it. Yeah, and that they was needed it. to was turn like, it that off. Cheap. They need to turn it off. Like it, it was weird. His eyes just always glowing. And yeah. the, the reptile, I, I think, that. I think reptile was the worst graphics because Goro didn't bother me actually. I felt like he, he didn't look real per se, but he looked real enough. Like that, I'm like, okay, whatever, they can fight, you know. Do you thought reptile was that bad? I hated it. I, I thought it looked so stupid. I mean, he was a monster, so it's obvious CGI the whole time. Yes, that's that's I the mean... problem. You know what I mean? They they did what they could. Yeah. I didn't hate it like to where it was like ruined the movie. I was just like, ooh, that that's where I was like, oh boy, the budget's showing. And if you can't do it, just don't do it, right? Mm, you can still go for it. <laughs> just... Like if I was gonna have reptile, I'd have tossed him in a cage next to Shang Tsung's like uh, throne, and he'd just like kick it to like, you know, you just see it moving in the background, like put it cast it in shadow. So then, because dark is always good for CG. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, so I I thought it was cool. There was the fight scenes were cool for the most part. They were cool. I really just had a problem with Shang Tsung and Raiden. I thought that the actors just had no presence, even with like Liu Kang. I agree. Yeah, all three I of those had like no they presence. Just didn't have a, no presence Dude, at all. Kung like, Lao had more this. presence. Like I felt like Kung Lao was like hell yeah. Like I liked his I liked his actor. I liked his design. Like he he felt like Kung Lao, right? I mean, I don't know that character's story, but he, like, physically and visually felt like Kung Lao, and they gave yeah. him like and he even had a personality. When he came out, his movement was right. It yeah. was the the way he flew, like the way he like it kind of looks cheesy how he like floats up, like just kind of like shows up yeah, and like kind of yeah. floats around. But that's how he moves in the game. He's like a storm god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, I'm so with I, you. Shang Tsung and Raiden especially are, are terrible. And Liu Kang, having been 
you know, the main character of the original movie. Like, you know, so us coming in, we're like, oh my God, it's going to be Liu Kang. And he's like a nothing burger. He did no, do a cool like bicycle the, kick. He's like your liaison. He's like your butler. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're here. Let me show you to the way to the barracks. And oh, here, like, what are you, my fucking freaking, uh, what is, what's that shit called? When they, it's not a chauffeur. It's not oh, a bell, chantilly. Bell it's not that. It's a. Oh, you mean the guy that's the, oh my God. It's not God. a chaise lounge. No, it's a, you got me fucked up. A, the guy that you called to tell you where to go to eat when you're concierge. in Concierge. He's like the Mortal Kombat concierge. Just like leading them around, but. Uh, and that was fine. I did have a one. My, okay, major problem is they have this fight scene, and it's cool. They have a little rogues gallery. You have Natara, cut her in half. Cool. Cabal. Wish they wouldn't have killed him. Hopefully, they bring him back because they because Luke King did burn him, and he's already a burn victim. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. he survives it. Um, also, what I meant to say is with the Mortal Kombat games, they announced like they started introducing something called revenants. So when you die. You don't. If you die, you go to hell. You go to the nether realm, and when you're in the nether realm, they can bring you back as a revenant, which means kind of like a zombie form. So these people can come back in a future installation as a revenant. And they kind Anybody... of show Shang Tsung. He says like he melts them into like puddles, and he's like, "That's only one realm, baby." Like, yeah. So if you play Mortal Kombat nine, ten, and eleven, Liu Kang, and like Kung Lao. They're revenants. They're bad guys on the opposite side of the war. Like, spoilers. Like, they're bad guys in Mortal Kombat. Like, Liu Kang's no longer a hero. I mean, he is. But at one point, like, some of these characters that are heroes are turned into revenants. Like, there's a time, like, where Jax's daughter has to deal with the fact that her father, for a couple of years, was a revenant, meaning he was an undead demon zombie controlled by a demon god, and he was killing people. Kind of like what movie do? Kind of like uh, Winter Soldier shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be murdered and turned into a revenant. So that is cool. But Reiko, the big guy with the hammer, right? Yeah. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. That Jack's okay. fight. That was a completely that was a complete waste of a character. So if you look up Mortal Kombat Reiko, R-E-I-K-O, Reiko does not look like that. Reiko is a smaller dude who is kind of like a cool looking guy. And he's like either a clone or something. He's um he was like this dude who wanted to become the ruler of Outworld, and he's like, he's like a fucking guy who was like, pl- he would he would have been a really great tool, and he has been a really great tool in the comic books and in the lore, and in the video games. He has a really great story, and he's like this cunning political. Oh, I've seen guy him. Yeah, yeah, I've seen his character. Who has a really great story, and his he's like either a clone or something of Shao Kahn. Um, he's a general of Shao Kahn's army. And he's yeah, like so this he was really cunning. Wasted. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah, he's, he's like a he's like a cunning, savvy like like dude that is like his stage used to have like a giant chessboard in the middle. He's like this really smart, but also kind of like really young. They should have just used Baraka if they want to do like kind of like you know, yeah, just or, mindless. Or if you fighter. don't want Baraka, pick any other Tarkatan because Baraka is just another yeah. Tarkatan. Pick yeah. another, and Reiko could have been a perfect tool to use for like low-level characters who are maybe like side stories melina and instead they just make them big man with hammer that was that is my biggest problem with the movie like that knocked off half a point because if i was ed boone i'd be like don't use him there that's a waste because you're just making 
like that's the general of Shao Kahn's army, and then you just put him as dumb hammer guy. He's he outranks. No, nah, he doesn't outrank Shao Shang Tsung, but kind of. He's like so in that, that same a, a, league. Yeah, like he could be another. He could be a guy trying to usurp Shang Tsung's power, right? Like he could be the guy trying to do the same thing as him, but faster, so that he could get the you know he could get whatever that guy's name is, uh, his favor, you know. Yeah, he's like so a I thought that was politician. a little whack. But did you see the um? What's the Native American characters uh in what's his name in Mortal Nightwolf. Kombat? Nightwolf. Yeah, he was in the book. Yeah, he was in the book. That was cool. I liked that. I like yeah, they Nightwolf. they showed a lot of cool like they they did a lot of fun uh, nods to the game. A lot of lines. Some of the lines from the game were annoying, right? Like, but how do you work them in otherwise? It, once the tournament's going great, but this wasn't a tournament. So when they said, like, yeah. finish him or you win flawless victory, it's like, yeah. Eh, well, like, like Kano, Kano kills Re- Re- Reptile and he's like, ha, Kano wins. I mean, I, but that's when the thing comes in. Mortal Kombat is cheesy like that. Yeah, for sure. It, re- it really, 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 100% really is. It really is like, this is Hambone American. And, and it's not even like, it's always been like cheesy American. This is like samurai cop shit. This is like Steven Seagal cheesy shit. This is American really bad, almost to the point where, I mean, I would say jokingly like cultural appropriation. You're being racist Americans. Oh yeah. If like, if they did this today and came out with a game where they're like, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, like at one point in the movie, they're like, Master Boraicho might be da da da. So Boraicho is like a really important character who's this really fucking masterful uh, kung fu teacher who has like a huge part with Liu Kang's life and with the Mortal Kombat lineage. Do you know who Boraicho is? Yeah, I mean I've looked him up. Boraicho is a a fat, silly character added in Mortal Kombat. I think deception, or uh, um, not deception, Deadly Alliance. He's this fat guy who vomits and farts and shits on you because he's drunk. And his name Boracho, in Spanish, the word borracho is drunkard. Oh, that's funny. So he's a drunk, fat guy who farts in your mouth as a fatality and he fucking vomits on, on you and throws up and he's drunk and he shits himself. But for some reason, these idiot Ed Boon was like, yeah. Oh, and by the way, let's make his story. He is the most prolific Kung Fu teacher of all time. And he actually is the reason why Liu Kang is like as powerfully as he is. That's funny. And it's like, we're going to have to have this character named Bo Raicho. And then you can't, there'll never be any sense of class. So when we're watching the the the, the Scorpion Sub Zero Bihan Hanzo shit, and we're like, "Wow, this feels like really dope stuff," you have to just isolate the movie and have it be about them. Because if you ever try to bring any of these other characters in, the stink of of 1990s America, you know, like American dudes doing silly kung fu B movie shit, is always going to come in because you just can't get rid of it. Yeah. Before Despite finish, all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. He's just always going to be there. Before we do finish, I do have to mention that that the scorp the the Bihan you know scorpion shit was really cool. That was like the best part of the movie. The beginning was so cool. Yeah, the fighting it definitely was really was. cool. 
like the 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 set dressing was really fun like i f- it felt awesome yeah and um yeah two last things that are tied to that is cold didn't have to be here we already have this character in mortal kombat x he was introduced his name is takeda takeda is a modern day kid who is related to scorpion through the bloodline and instead of having a spear, he has a sword that kind of breaks into like spear into like a, a whip, and he can use it like a spear thing. We already had a character named Takeda who was from the bloodline of Scorpion. Scorpions look up Takeda. Boom. That's it. Should have been Takeda. It should not have been Cole. And uh, the whole thing with um, Bihan and whatever. Bihan is the first Sub Zero. He gets murdered by Scorpion at the end of Mortal Kombat One. And then in after that, what happens is, is his brother becomes Sub-Zero. And then Bihan, the original Sub-Zero, goes to hell, gets a contract, or basically gets turned into a demon, gets turned into Noob Saibot. Noob Saibot comes back. Noob Saibot is all black, and he's a shadow dude. And he's kind of actually two souls. That's ah, kind of hard to explain. Uh, but the cool thing is, is during the final fight scene of this movie, as Scorpion's fucking him up, He's ripping his armor off, and all the blue comes off, and he's wearing all black armor. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool nod. And that's that's what uh, Noob Saibot's armor is. Is it's a slimmed down version of Sub Zero's armor, but it's all black. So we already saw like, oh, he's fucking turning into Noob Saibot. So that was really cool. But fuck Cole. Cole shouldn't be there. I agree. But yeah, I mean overall, and then, they, I, and I then super spoilers. They tease Johnny Cage at the end. Yeah. Um, they don't even go as the you actor. Want? I did. Who do see, you want to be, Johnny Cage? I saw someone tweet that they want James Marsden, and I really like him. Actually, I think he'd be a great Scorp- uh, um Cyclops, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he works optically. Optics, yes, I don't think. He yes. Works. Well, but he's a fun. Uh, he's a good um, actor. So they, he does look damn near perfect. Yeah. And then there was one. So there's two other guys. One of them is the Miz. The Miz would be. I fun. hate to say it. The Miz would could pull it off, but I'd rather him not do it. Me too. But I think he could really do it. And the other one is Ryan Reynolds. And dude, Ryan Reynolds is already photoshopping his face on Johnny Cage and putting it on the internet. He did it. <laughs> he fucking photoshopped his face on a Mortal Kombat 2 Johnny Cage. Like he <laughs> he even he even hinted at it, not even using his own. He used like some company he's working, like some ad thing that he, I think it's I don't think they can afford Ryan Reynolds because I think they would have to pay him the half the budget of the movie to be in it. I don't know if they can afford Ryan Reynolds unless he did it as a as a passion project or for fun, which I think he should do. I don't think they can afford him. See, but I Ryan think, Reynolds. I think James Marsden looks exactly like him, and Ryan Reynolds acts exactly like him. Yeah, but The Miz is really good too, dude. I know he sucks. I know you don't like wrestling, but – and I I just think – the reason why I don't think The Miz can do it is because I don't think he can be like a Chuck Norris. But then again, we just watched Winter Soldier and Falcon, and that that guy who plays Falcon can't do a karate kick for his life, and his main move in that show is – Yeah, it's like the flying uh, kick. Air, aerial sideways cartwheels – spin kicks all right you know so, who you know who i'd say johnny cage uh just looks uh but he'd be, have to be young younger zach efron mm-hmm. zach efron wouldn't even have to be younger he's the perfect age yeah and he looks like him i'm looking at pictures of him in sunglasses 
dude, Zach Efron would be perfect. And he's and he's jacked. Oh yeah. And he could probably, dude. And he's fucking. You know how much cocaine he's hopped on? He'd be perfect. Bro. And he's really good at being like a douchebag. Like he he could play <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree. Uh, I put up a question thread. Nobody answered it, so Nobody good for you. It, so fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're twenty minutes over where I wanted to be, but we're we're right at two hours. Two, two hours fifteen minutes. We did a good job today. Um, our week still mm-hmm. somehow ran forty minutes, <laughs> but really it was not not just our weeks. We t- we're just bullshitting. But and you know I love it. I just wanted to mention like, hey, I want to be done because I want to be in bed by like in you know, like an hour, and that gives me time to like around and look at the internet and shit you know well, we yeah. love you guys um we do um all right i'll talk to you afterwards about possibly next episode okay um yeah so we'll be back in a week or you know sometime next week we will be recording i my work is still crazy but i should be able to like i can do it this week yeah literally i would have done it but the vaccine hit me you texted me earlier, like hey how's it going you know how you feeling do you want to record i'm like i should be good so far i'm good and then like literally 20 minutes later i was like okay never mind i'm getting really tired like it's so funny and then i was like wait i'm feeling yeah. okay and then i'm like no i'm tired again <laughs> well this is mother's day week so i'm fucked and i only have wednesday off oh shit so I'm thinking instead of making everybody wait for another two week episode, maybe we do a little shorter early episode and I like I'll do Invincible and we'll do like uh like you know, like an hit him with an early episode and do like an uh, invincible breakdown, like maybe a, another short one and do like invincible and maybe like, you know, some other little thing. Okay. Sounds good. All right, All right, cool. right we love you guys. Uh thanks for not writing in on our fucking thing. I mean that this time just because we went long. <laughs> or we went longer. Yeah, no know. problem. Um, but I'm glad we we'll got to around. stretch our legs on some Mortal Kombat. I really wanted to let you go because you know the lore. You know what I mean? So I'm glad. Um, yeah. Yeah, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care of yourselves, guys. Uh, check us out on twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast when we, if and when we stream. I'm going to be trying to stream yeah. more too this week. Yeah, I'm so. gonna try. Well, I'm gonna try as well, but it's gonna be no. It's Mother's Day week. I'm fucked. So if I do, it's gonna be maybe an hour or so, and it'll be late. So yeah, no regular times. It'll be late times. It'll be the Jesse hour. Check. Yeah, check the backlogs if anything. All right. Cool. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.